What's up, everybody? So glad you're here. It's Fat Mac and Pasty White spitting in your ear. Drinking beer. That's the beef sticks way. And we don't even care if you're trans or gay. Actually, I prefer if you're trans. Wow. <laughs> Get the best of both worlds. Just like Hannah Montana taught me. That's what they're singing about on the WWE Network. I get it now. <laughs> it's Woo. good to be back. I know. Man, Sunday hasn't even happened yet, and I already got fucking jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday? You mean Saturday? Saturday. Really? It air- is tomorrow? It's tomorrow at 5 a.m. Oh, fuck. So this episode, our predictions are going to come out after people have already watched the pay-per-view. <laughs> Very likely, but we'll record them before. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Saturday, unless that's Saturday Australia time and Sunday our time. I don't know how that works. I'm not not 100% on that one. I thought it was Sunday. Man, we're great reporters over here. We're fantastic. <laughs> Everything I've always said, uh, October 6th. That would be. Yep, that's tomorrow, skis. But it wouldn't be 20... No, but yeah, but that's got to be... That's got to air on Sunday then, because October 6th... I don't know. Are they are they way ahead of us or way behind us? They're half a world, so are it's they, a 12 hours difference. I know, but is it 12 plus or 12 minus? Like, are they in October now? Or, I mean, are they at October 6th now, or are they still on 5? That's that's the question. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. I know it's 12, I just don't know which way it goes. Um... I don't even really think it matters because they're airing it live. So whenever it happens there is when it hits the network here. Yeah, but it won't. Even though they air it live, it won't be 5 a.m. there. So even if they well, record yeah. it live at if It'd they record 5 it live at 7 p.m. But it could still be on October 6th there and October 7th here. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, you fucking better It's confusing. It. <laughs> it's confusing as shit. It's a good thing we're not globe trotters. Now we uh now we know how the rest of the world feels like when they try to watch WWE. <laughs> Let's yeah. see what this thing says. Uta Korkart. What the fuck is Uta Korkart? <laughs> the first time I've ever heard of I this. I don't shit. like what that thing's saying. <laughs> I don't like it. Uta Korkart. Make it uh, stop. <laughs> uh where does it it doesn't time um fans can watch the live airing of wwe super showdown on the network on the 6th of october the tickets so it says on the 6th of october on the network so i'm guessing that would mean that would be tomorrow so tomorrow at 5 a.m i'm sure as fuck that's why it's called WWE Super Showdown Live, but then in parentheses, but you won't really watch it live. Right, right. I'm because definitely not is... getting up. I might watch it right away when I wake up in the morning, but I'm not getting up to watch it live. Oh, I'm not ready for WWE's bullshit that early in the morning. <laughs> Don't tell me you're not excited it. to see John Cena tag team with Bobby Lashley. Oh, man, that's just, I think that's the greatest thing in the world. Match that's of the a, year that's, candidate that's right there. That's a story that they've been building up <laughs> all year long. Cena and, Bash, and Lashley against Owens and Elias. How how fitting is it, you know, with, with Lashley being a rampant Trump supporter and John Cena now starting to look like John Bradshaw Layfield? 
It is. It is. <laughs> I don't know. Do they do they go hand in hand? I, I think so. I I see JBL as a very right wing Republican kind of guy. Oh, everybody that works for WWE is a Trump supporter. I don't know I mean, about shit. that. I really, I very strongly doubt that. As a matter of fact, I guess most any the the Corporate little bit people, of politics. Maybe. That I've heard coming from wrestlers, I have not heard a single wrestler that hasn't defended Trump. Well, yeah, Vince but you gotta tells think about it. To. Number one, well, number one, yeah, number one, Trump works hand in hand with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Number two, Trump employs uh, Linda, Vince's wife. Linda is yeah working for Trump. And number three, as soon as you reach a higher bracket, you are always supporting Republicans. All of these Democrats that come out during the fucking. Uh, Emmys, oh yeah, and and all of that, and and they say all this anti-Republican stuff. They're all voting Republican because Republicans help the rich keep their money. There yeah. is not a single Hollywood superstar or or athlete out there that doesn't vote Republican. I promise you, I guarantee it, because they're looking out for their money, which they should. That's that's what they should do, and that's their priority, and that's not a bad thing. But. Speaking about superstars in Hollywood, did you hear about Braun Strowman? Gonna be in the new Watson and Holmes movie? I know Will Ferrell's your favorite. Strawn Broman. Super Yeah, isn't he playing the, uh, he's playing the great-grandfather of Bonesaw McGraw from the Spider-Man movies, if I remember right. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Is everybody, I wonder, yeah... Yeah, that's not that old, and our listeners ain't that young. Most right. of our listeners should know who Bone Samagra is, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I sure as hell hope. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe don't throw it in the Google machine, folks. Right. Just go watch Bone the first Samagra. Spider-Man movie. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, it's always worth a watch. Yeah. The first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. You got you gotta you gotta specify nowadays. Well, I mean, it is the first Spider-Man movie regardless, so well, it was the first Spider-Man movie of the two thousands. Uh, did they make There's a some... Did they make an actual studio Spider-Man movie before that, or was it all cartoon? Like in the eighties, yeah. Really, I want to go back and watch crappy. that. I got to go back and watch that. It was pretty crappy. Have you seen the whole debate about the Spider-Man uh, Halloween costume, and if and if Marvel stole it from a stole the Spider-Man from a Halloween catalog? What? No, no, I haven't. Man, you're into these conspiracy theories. You got to look into this, Loke. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's crazy. Well, why don't you enlighten us? Well, number one, because we can make an episode out of this shit on something. <laughs> on something? You mean <laughs> buttered <laughs> pop culture? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's really, there's there's a lot of, it gets into conspiracy stuff. Like there's there's dots there. But you have to connect the dots. Damn, that know. sounds like a lot of work. But, well, no, I mean, the people connect them for it. <coughs> I'm just saying. It's like any conspiracy theory where it's like, well, because A, B, and C happened, D maybe happened. <laughs> <laughs> D maybe happens all the time. How does something maybe happen all the time? Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Almost everything does maybe happen all the time, huh? Yeah. It's a good philosophy to have in life. <laughs> yeah, it'll maybe happen all the time. Yeah, no, fucking... Back to this. Braun Strowman already broke into Hollywood here, which is amazing. 
is this the fastest a WWE superstar or a wrestler in general has made it to Hollywood? I don't know. I think... I feel like this is a very meteoric rise on his end. I think Steve Amell got there quicker from his day from his debut in WWE to him being a star. I think Steve Amell, Mr. T, I believe Mr. T had I believe Drew Carey. We're not talking about celebrities breaking into WWE. <laughs> um it very well could. It's it's hard to say just cuz WWE throws a lot of I mean, people into their I own movies. I mean, I mean you could you could be like, "Oh, about what about like Great Khali?" <laughs> but, yeah, but he, great call he, he was in the longest yard before he yeah, was he in was WWE. An actor before he was a wrestler that's yeah. how he got his contract yep um so in other words fuck you longest yard you're <laughs> fucking horrible <laughs> and we'll never fucking forgive you for that adam sandler rocks last the good dwayne movie. johnson was that his last good movie i want to say so I guess it all depends on what you call a good movie. Yeah, I'll I'll be the first to admit Jack and Jill made me laugh. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> folks, you heard it here Don't first. Don't quit on me, the bro. Guy, you heard it here first, folks. The guy who's looking forward to Sherlock Holmes is the guy who loves Jack and Jill. No, it I didn't say loves you, it. it I said it made you, me laugh a couple of times. It shows you what he's looking for, folks. So if you if you're into Jack and Jill, then by all means go out and check uh, Holmes and Watson. But if you have any fucking any respect for yourself as a human being, I'd say just skip it. Ah, <laughs> uh, and we did bring. Am, go ahead. I am disappointed that they're. I mean, I guess you can make a, a slapstick comedy out of everything, but Holmes and Watson has such a deep. History. It's like it'd be like making a Doctor Who comedy or a Star Star Wars comedy. It's like, don't sully the name of Sherlock Holmes with this fucking jackassery. I'm, but if That's there's anybody who thought. can pull it off, it's definitely it's the two people who can't fucking act. Right? You shut your mouth. You shut your <laughs> dirty whore mouth. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are fucking amazing. Amazing. From the guys that brought you Step Brothers. Yes, yeah, Step Brothers. And I'm a stapler. Dirty derpty derp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're really dragging this all over the place now because you just had to go and bring up South Park reference. And now I got to say, hey, did you know that the first two episodes of season 22 of South Park are out now? Yeah. Did you know that the South Park creators are trying to sabotage their own creation with the hashtag cancel South Park? Well, I know that their theme this year is can't cancel South Park. They're not trying to sabotage it, but yeah, uh, a lot of people. Been, a lot of people are speculating. A lot of people are speculating that this this is people them can say what they saying want. They've that they've already signed a con. They've already signed a contract. They're I get already, that. They've already got more seasons. I get that. It's, okay, they're not trying to sabotage. I have a theorem shit. here, and it goes. It plays right up. I have a theory here, and it plays right off the first two episodes, and that they're you know they're pushing is, boundaries is they again. People talking. Yeah, they want to get people right. talking. Yeah, they, and they're doing it. They do, but if they do want to take themselves off the air, I feel like the season is already heading in the right direction because they're pushing boundaries again in a way that they haven't done in a while. And maybe they Did could just get enough people complaining. Yeah, last season was pretty tame. It was all about pedophiles and Doc- <laughs> Donald Trump and 
they didn't really play it too safe. I don't know. I, I love that everybody's falling for the clickbait, but no, they're obviously, they're not trying to sabotage their own multi-million dollar conglomerate that they choose to go to work in every day when they could easily just pass it off to other people and still collect well, the check. Well, for years now, Matt and Trey have been talking about how they're kind of overworked by South Park and they just want to be done with it. They've said it since like season 10. They say it every season. Yeah, well. At the end of the season. And they've said it I in mean, their own interviews. And they say come the beginning of the next season, they're super excited and they can't wait. <laughs> yes. The yeah. real question though is, I mean, do they do they want to try to stick around as long as the Simpsons have and have that same kind of nobody gives a fuck reaction that Simpsons fans have generally? Well, they've already they're already there. They're they're pretty much there, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they haven't drawn out that their period nearly as long as Simpsons has. No, they haven't. But to be fair, Simpsons worst seasons were probably better than season 20 or 19, I should say, 19. Yeah. I don't know if Simpsons had a worse season than 19 or than South Park 19, I should say. That was a rough season. Which season was that? that was what rough. was in that season? That was the one that started the whole Donald Trump Oh, the, the serialization. Um, that was their very first series. Yeah, the very yeah. first serialized season. That was pretty rough. I'm excited to see if there's any kind of serialization to this season. There hasn't been so far. You would hope they would learn. I don't know, man. I still want to know more about the grapes and, and you know, fucking... They're not grapes, they're member berries. <laughs> well, I couldn't member that. <laughs> <laughs> Member, member berries. <laughs> Pasty doesn't member. <laughs> but I mean, they haven't even touched on the fact that at the end of the last season, Mr. Garrison blew up Canada. I just think, I just think it would be awesome if at the end of the member berry thing, they, um, they, I don't, I don't care how they, they destroy them or whatever, but I hope they shrivel up and then become like a parody of the California raisins. <laughs> they get like glasses and saxophones and just do up. <laughs> I just I just want to see the member the California member berries. And they're singing the Hanson song. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> hey, why not? It's, it's always a good time for Hanson. It's always a good time for Hanson. <clears throat> I feel a little relieved yeah. today as well. I know this isn't like wrestling topics, but we always hit the show off running with some random shit, and I like it. And since we're here, and I'm here, and this is happening today, I mean, earlier this week, we heard that critics were not very happy with the Venom movie. But since no, then, I, fans have been coming out left and right saying it's not bad at all. I have not heard that. I've watched a lot of reviews, and I have not heard the positive reviews. I've I've heard in the last in the last twenty four hours I've heard quite a few positive things about the movie. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm not gonna not watch it. It's fucking venom. I am. I almost watched it today, and I was like, ah, <laughs> I didn't. I held off. I didn't. I've I've watched. I actually watched a couple reviews t that came out today, and they were both pretty. They weren't as harsh as like the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. were harsh, but they are the basically they all said about the same thing where it's like. Yeah, it's well, one thing I one thing that really are, has already ruined it for me. I didn't know it's a fucking comedy. Like I went in at first, I thought what? it was supposed to be an R-rated movie, but apparently it's not even an R-rated well, movie. It's they like wrote it. They wrote it like an R-rated movie, and then they and made it P PG while they were editing it. 
And apparently it's more of like a more of a comedy than almost anything. It's like really silly, I guess. And I was like, oh shit. That was not it, the fucking tone to take. From what I heard, that's not the whole movie. It's just basically when um when when Tom Hardy and the symbiote are are in the negotiating phase where the symbiote's trying to get him to side on and, and accept Venom. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I heard that that was it's it's a very memeable part of the movie. But once they go full Venom, it's very redeeming. Uh, like I said, I I can't come out and say anything about it. I haven't seen it yet, but no, I'm hoping it's either. good. I did hear, uh, I did hear the what was it? The first half. Yeah, I heard the first half is pretty boring, but mm-hmm. it's better in the second half. It's pretty disheartening, uh, though, when you say it's, it's it's more of a comedy, because when they first started promoting the movie, they said it was going to be more of a horror movie. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of hoping that they would go with, but it sounds like they're saving that for, like, the new mutants and shit. I mean, and and, and Tom Hardy signed on for three movies, and they're going to do a three-movie Venom franchise, and it's probably going to be if this Venom, Car- Carnage, and then Toxin in the end. It's probably going to encompass all three. I would hope they got anti-venom in there. I mean, there's... Fuck, there's about 27 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. symbiotes. Yeah, there's more than that. It's a whole fucking planet. I like, I'm, I'm big on... Uh, I'm big on... Well, yeah, the symbiotes themselves are a whole planet, but I guess, like, the, the when they attach to people and mm. become supervillains. Um, I want to see I, Venom I, in I, the I really Avengers. like anti-venom. Anti-venom was really awesome. I'm just excited for Carnage. Woody Harrelson's right. Carnage is yeah. got me sold. I yeah. want them to do a spin-off. And I really hope they somehow get Spider-Man in because it's really difficult to do a decent Venom movie when he doesn't have Spider-Man. Venom is... Right. Venom started with Spider-Man and that's fairly... why he looks like what he looks like. Yeah. And, and and they did change his design for this movie, which which yeah. does help because he doesn't look like the Spider-Man outfit. Yeah. Why the but... fuck does he have the spider logo? <laughs> yeah. yeah that know. would be really weird. <laughs> um... Um, I don't even know what I was talking about. Now. Mm. I already lost track, but no, it'll be interesting to see if they do greenlight another movie or not. It'll be, I mean, it. You look at like a movie like Solo for the Star Wars universe, and as soon as that movie came out, they canceled three other movies <laughs> right, in the process right. of making. Yep, Obi Wan, so Boba horrible. Fett, and uh, who else had one? Uh, there was um. Oh, well, Vader, uh, there was a Vader prequel that was also oh. in the works, and yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be interesting to see, well, I mean, I the mean, box office is the bottom line. What do you think line. is going to happen when Han gets his name solo because he's at a checkpoint by himself? Like, Oh my god. Why do you have to explain this shit? That's not what we're that here whole, to see. Yeah, that whole movie <laughs> was just, it was just explaining... That whole movie was just setting up everything that we've seen from Han Solo in the original trilogy. Right. Like, there was nothing original about it. It was uh-huh. just like, hey, how do you get his name? Here you go. Hey, how do you get the Falcon? Here you go. Hey, how do you meet Lando? Oh, here you go. Hey, he <laughs> wanted to be a pilot. Oh, his dad wanted to be a pilot. Hey, remember those dice that were in one scene of <laughs> one movie? Hey, let's fucking take 25 minutes to explain how we got them. <laughs> Yeah, I bet I bet you never thought you'd say Rogue One was better than Solo. I I never thought I would say that, and I still to this day right now, Rogue One is probably to me the best Star Wars movie since the original three. 
I it's good. Really, really I really like, like that Obi-Wan. sarcastic robot that they travel with. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was like a cool C three PO. Yep, yep. I don't know about cool, but yeah, not as not as annoying C three PO. I guess would be the better word. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I, I imagine I, if I, Chewbacca I am... spoke English, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I I am gonna watch the Venom movie, and I had high hopes for it, and it's just they've they've knocked it down each and every time. I'm still As keeping my spirit high. Knows I'm not a Tom Hardy fan, so I really and I haven't heard great things about him. In you this didn't movie. love him as Bane. I didn't love him <laughs> as anything. Although, if you do realize, I seen a thing on Facebook that had like four different roles of his. I can't even remember. Like Mad Max, yeah, um, Bane. Venom and another one, and it's like they're always covering up his face. And I, <laughs> and I posted back, I was like, they're literally trying to cover up the fact the guy can't fucking act. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally covering it up, like not even just. Yeah, he's just not a... how he keeps getting jobs. I don't know what the deal is. I am not. I have not been impressed by anything the man has done. Some movies he's okay in, and some movies he's bad in, but. I've never seen a movie where I was like, that man is what made this movie. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's, that, 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 that is what makes a great actor. I think you talk about Woody Harrelson. There's a lot of movies. Woody Harrelson made that movie. Um, you look at like a Joe Pesci, there's movies. Joe Pesci made that movie. Oh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. There's movies. Leonardo DiCaprio made that movie. The Departed. That's the sign of a great actor. Yeah, yeah, The Departed. God. He was in there with uh, Robert De Niro, and and Leo stole that fucking movie. Yeah, right. Oh, that's when you're, when you're one of my all-time favorite movies. I haven't watched it in a lot of years, but back when I had it on DVD, I think I wore the fuck out of that DVD. Yep. Best three hours of my life. That was kind of like me with Backdoor Sluts 9. <laughs> I don't think I still have that DVD, but when I had that DVD... Not Backdoor Sluts 9! I'm glad you caught the reference. I use that I oh, use yeah. that reference all the time, and everybody just looks at me like I'm a pervert. Like, no, it's, it's a fucking reference, okay? Right. <laughs> Somebody will be like, what's your favorite movie? Backdoor Sluts 9. <laughs> they just look at me all weird, and it's like, fuck. Well, you that's because you are who you are, work. and it's not unbelievable. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is true. That is true. <coughs> what do you think? I think we've banted enough for for a banta warrior. Yeah, as, as a Star Wars reference would say. <laughs> we we definitely touched on a lot of things that I think we're going to be talking about later this month during Halloween pop topics on Butter Pop Woo! Culture. That's right, folks. We're planning to do two all new episodes of Butter Pop Culture this month. Both of them are Halloween-based in one way or the other. One way or another. That's all I got. Yeah. I was going to try to come up with something clever like Halloween-themed, and my mind went blank, so I just ended there. All right. So what you drinking on tonight, Mr. Mac? I'm just sipping on a classic, an old Coors Light. Nice. 16ers. Got the big bullets. I'm stepping it up to some classy fucking shit. And, of course, when I say classy fucking shit, the only thing I could be talking about is a McCafe Frappe vanilla coffee-flavored beverage. Yes. 
Makes my son jelly. <laughs> as far as mass-produced coffee goes, it's really not bad. Really not bad. That's what I'll say. Not great. Yeah. Maybe not good. It's just really not bad. Right. Which is kind of what I think we're going to get with Super Showdown. Yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> if we're lucky, we're going to get really not bad. <laughs> yeah. A lot could go wrong in this one. Oh, a boy. lot could go wrong. Coming but... off a week where Raw and SmackDown had some of the lowest ratings, or the the lowest ratings they've ever had, ever? The Raw got the lowest rating it's ever had. The, the week before the sad was thing the is lowest is... rating since 1996. Yeah. And um, this week was lower than that and beat the 1996 rating to the lowest rating Raw has ever had. I mean, obviously, football season is going to impact ratings for Raw. Uh, obviously. And I feel like this uh, year, this year there's enough different stuff going on in football to where people want to tune in. You know what I mean? I, I and we we uh, this is a good topic to, to open up the show with because this is a, a another divisive issue. You got the people saying, "Oh, Raw's at the lowest it's ever been." That's proof that Raw's horrible and they need to change. And then there's people saying ratings don't even matter anymore. It's right. a different world. Well, yeah. And I mean, how many people do you think watch it on TV live? I don't think. I think there's like well, six people who watch it on TV live. Otherwise, so here's my here's my take. First of all. I get so sick of everybody saying, well, it's football season. Yeah. The last like four years, they've been hitting record lows and football's been around longer than WWE. So if that were the case, every fall, they would always have the same low ratings. Since this is the lowest rating ever, it obviously isn't football because then it would be the exact same rating the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before. Yeah, but um, you know how we influence the declining. masses, man. A lot of people are still thinking with the summer of other mindset. I love it, and they should, but, you know, football's ratings are declining, so that even gives you more of a reason to say, well, it's not football. Football is not taking the diehard WWE fans away, the fans that were going to watch Raw no matter what are the ones they're losing, the ones who used to just always watch it. Now, you can also say, like, you brought up a good point. How many people watch it live? Well, first of all, WWE's trying to strive on making itself. They've sold it. They sold it to um, to USA and to Fox as a show that people have to watch live. That's part of the reason that they spent so much money, because that's what advertisers like, because it's must-see TV, because people will watch it live and they can't fast-forward through stuff. So it does make a difference in the ratings of live watching as opposed to rewatching because that's what they sold it to Fox and USA as. That was one of their biggest selling points. Yeah. And I mean, they do. They, they stand by that even when it comes to the product on Hulu. You don't get the full show on Hulu. You don't miss a whole lot, but you don't get the whole thing. Yeah. Then you say, well, people DVR it and watch it later. They get rating points for that. Um, they get a, I think it's if they watch it within the first three days, it's called a plus three rating. And if they watch it within the first seven days, it's a plus seven rating and anything after that, they don't get ratings for, but they do get some kind of a percentage of ratings from rewatches. So they're still getting ratings from that. Not as much as you'd get live, but they're still getting that. My question is why don't they 
get ratings from Hulu? Because they get, well, because ratings measure how many people are watching television, not how many people. Hulu has its own count, and they get a count of it. They can see how many people are watching on Hulu. I just feel like that that sh- it should be factored into the ratings somehow, on some level. Because, face it, streaming services sense, are, are more widely used than television these days. Yeah, but then, then you just have to say, so what is their, what are their downloads on Hulu compared to the downloads other places? Yeah. It's, it's basically apples to oranges. It's very, very different. I, I, it'd be a lot of work to try to figure that into ratings and stuff. That'd be kind of complicated. Yeah, but um, if they did, the numbers would be a lot more normalized, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Granted, I, I still haven't watched, and I feel bad because this week, I guess, from what I heard in the reviews, Raw and SmackDown were both very well-put-together shows. Um, the one, one of the reviews I watched was a 29% thumbs up on Raw, so way low. The other one I think was like a 46 thumbs up for SmackDown, which SmackDown sounded better. I haven't heard good things about Raw going into this go-home show. WrestleTalk rated it one of the best episodes they've seen in recent history. WrestleTalk. I love WrestleTalk. They're my brothers. They, um, they're the, you know, 257th largest four-minute YouTube show about wrestling out there. I'd say they're number two, <laughs> number two or number one. I'd, I'd put them at number one. They're number one in my book. Yeah. So, I, actually, hey, I really like Talk, guys. I, I really Come like be on the Talk, show. But I actually really like Wrestle Talk. Um, they're. Why is it every yeah. major wrestling YouTuber is British? Yeah. Well, not every. Yeah. But at least two. Wrestle Talk, Cultaholic. Well, I guess. Now that Cultaholic uh, split off, Cultaholic, what culture and wrestle talk? Yeah. But those are based in the United Kingdom. Yeah, but those are the three yeah, big all ones. All of them that aren't. Those are not the three big ones. Those are the three you watch. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot, you know. Wrestling with regret. Billy Zane, he's all American as it can get. He actually just did a show with uh, King Ralph not too long ago. Okay. Where they rated the, the top 10 kings of wrestling. But <laughs> yeah, you got Solid Monster is one of the most highly downloaded shows. And he's on like everybody's show. He's one of the biggest out there. He's bigger than Wrestle Talk. He's all American. He's a New York guy. Yeah, he's I finally Yorker. recently Bronx. got accepted to his group on Facebook. <laughs> I think you? I've been waiting for a half a year. <laughs> but there is a there is a big... Well, the thing about, I mean, well, what culture and cultaholic, of course, both started as their own entity. Right. So they split up to two. So that just added an extra one. There is a lot. But if you if you watch YouTube videos at all, a lot of the movie review and game review ones I have, a lot of them are British also. Uh, a lot of, I think a lot of YouTubers in general are British. And my only guess is since people over in Europe, you know, have more manageable work days and have a better way of living and a better, just better life in general than Americans. They probably have more time and are more able to. They're less stressed. They're less worked. They're more happy. They got well-being. Better voices. Uh, I'm kind of (laughs) sexy. Easier listening voices, anyways. But I do, I do think that the ratings decline. A, it's obviously it's not as big of a deal as it was during the Monday Night Wars. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. B, 
since WWE signed their new deals, they are, I mean, they're more worried about what they're doing now and they feel what they're doing is right. I do want to bring one thing up, though. I mean, their their shows in Saudi Arabia kind of make ratings useless because they get so much money from putting on one show. Like that's true. Ratings doesn't mean shit to them. Um, the thing about the stock market though, too, I see a lot of these people out here talking and and I've said it too. I mean, they're doing great in the stock market. Mm -hmm. They're the most profitable they've ever been. That's what they care about. And I likely they should, but there's a couple things people forget. One, their price just increased a ton because of the deal with Fox and with USA and the deal with Saudi Arabia, it's not going to continue to grow at the rate it's growing. It jumped, and it's going to kind of plateau now. Hopefully it continues to grow, but it's not going to jump the way it's been going. Anybody who thinks that knows nothing about stocks. And two, somebody posted something the other day talking about how um, it's more... It's more profitable than uh, like Sony and it, it, the stocks are better than Disney and and Nintendo and all these other and it named all these other ones. And yes, the price of WWE stock was higher than the price of those stocks at that time. WWE is at like 96 or something. It's fucking ridiculous. It's awesome. I wish I would have bought into it. Right. Yeah. But the price of your stock doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Nothing. Zero. What what counts is how many people own that stock and how much it adds up to. Nintendo, Sony, all of the ones that that person listed are worth a fuck of a lot more than WWE's worth. Just their stocks at that time weren't worth as much. But a ton more people owned them. Mm. So people need to look at that too. It isn't what the price is, it's what the total amount comes to. It's like if, you're, if we're out here selling t-shirts pasty and you're selling them for 500 and I'm selling them for $2. You could say you got a better product than me, but if you don't sell any and I sell 3, I'm making more profit than you, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. People people need to look at things. Just sit back every now and then. Just stand back and be like, "Well, what's the actual picture here?" But in, in the long run, WWE is not going anywhere. WWE doesn't have to be worried about anything right now. But the truth is, if they're going to make money off of uh, Fox and USA, ratings do matter to Fox and USA, and they matter a lot to them, too. Yeah. So, they do need to worry, because Fox and USA can pull out of their deal, also. Um, it would cost Fox and USA money, and they pro- I, I don't think they ever would, because they're the highest... It's obviously the highest-rated show on USA. I don't know what it is on Fox, so I'm not even trying to imply that. They won't. They could... But they could also refuse to renew if they don't feel that it's worth it. So, yeah, it's a fine line. WWE doesn't need to be fretting or shaking in their boots. They're not going to go down anytime soon or nothing like that. But They'll just move the product to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just outsource it. So what Impact did. Impact moved it to Canada where it was cheaper and less taxes. And <laughs> like, just fucking move it to where you can make money. <laughs> funny to think of impact being a canadian product yeah product of canada (laughs) well you think we should get into these super showdown predictiones that will be i guess we could shoot down on the showdown shoot down on the showdown all right 
Gotta get up and get down. So as usual, we'll oh. start at the bottom of the card, eh? Hey. Hey. We got WWE Cruiserweight Championship. My guess would be this would be the pre-show. It sounds like this one's another five-hour show. Does Is that what my understanding? Is that your understanding? Yeah, I, I believe so. God damn. I'm definitely not ready for that at fucking five in the morning. <laughs> um, WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Cedric Alexander is defending his championship belt. He calls it the purple gold. Against home country hero, Buddy Murphy. Hmm. Honestly, Murphy's from Australia. He's from Australia. And this is a house show. This is a glorified house show. And this is the pre-show. Well, I don't know. Potentially. It's just my educated guess. <laughs> I think even if it's just for a few days, I think Buddy Murphy walks away with the title. All right. Pasty White has the old Murph dirt. Well, the way I look at it, WWE loves to have people lose in their hometowns. Although, like you said, in a house show, it, it tends to be the opposite. So it depends on how you want to look at it. Is it a super show or is it a house show? Um, I plan on... I, I'm pretty sure that uh, one other hometown team is going to win. So I, I just... I didn't want to gamble on it. I figure one's winning, one's losing. So I think I'll get one point one way. Um... I almost, I almost rooted for both. Said I was like, well, one I'll win, one I'll lose. But I really think Cedric Alexander is going to take it. I haven't been watching 205 Live. I don't know what they've done to build up Buddy Murphy, but um, I think Cedric's had a good run, and it'd be okay for him to lose it, even if he didn't win it back. Buddy Murphy could be a transitional champion, as you said, Pasty, and somebody else could get it. But I, I'm, I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander. I'm going to say Alexander holds. All right. Up next, we've got Asuka and Naomi versus the two Conics. Two Kalonics. <laughs> one for you and one for me. <laughs> um, as I stated below, I thought one hometown team was going to win and one hometown person was going to lose. This is the one I think the Iconics need a win. Yeah. I think they really need a win. I think they're going to get a huge ovation in Australia. Buddy Murphy will probably get a good ovation also, but I think the Iconics are getting a huge ovation. Um, and I think Naomi is put on the team to take the fall. I don't think Asuka's getting pinned. Not that they're keeping Asuka looking too strong anyways, but I don't think they're going to have either Kay or Royce pin Asuka. So I, I think the Iconics win, assuming they pin Naomi. You know, I'm right there with you. And I'll probably lose the point on Buddy Murphy, but I don't think the uh, the two Conics could could stand to lose here, especially since they're not doing anything with Asuka or Naomi right now. So, no, they're not, and they really they could use this as a springboard for Billy and Peyton for sure. Yeah. they need it. Yep, they deserve it. They do deserve it. <laughs> I think it's funny because I couldn't stand them in the beginning, and they grew on me. Just like a fine fungus. I, I definitely think 
And if they don't stick together forever, which they won't, because nobody does, uh, Peyton Rice is the one who's got their career ahead of her. They're in love. They're in love. I was listening to an interview of theirs, and they were like, yeah, they're like, our parents are best friends, and Peyton hangs out with my father, and I hang out with her mother, and they just, they, they've realized how much we're in love. <laughs> and I was like, that's so sweet. And I'm uh, I'm I'm 95% sure they meant that in a heterosexual way. Either way is fine, but I was just like, that is so sweet. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. These no, they're totally the female versions of you and I. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just, it's awesome. I love it, and uh, good for them. I, I really enjoy them. I really enjoy them a lot. It's good stuff. It is. It's fantastic. Fantastic. You're really on your own shit tonight, aren't you? Damn right. <laughs> self-promote, baby. Get out there on the grind. Just wait till I can do that, because I will, motherfucker. You will, and you will. We'll see. Manuel. <coughs> mm. Up next, we have the old SDL Tag Championship Smackdown Live. The New Day defending their title against Dabar. <laughs> I just want to see, before the match starts, the two teams walk into each other backstage. Biggie cuts some kind of weird promo, ends up saying, that's not a knife, this is a knife. And then Seamus is like, dude, it's a fucking pancake. <laughs> <laughs> That's that what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, that would that would work perfect, man. That's all, I could I could literally see them doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, you, you definitely wrote for them because I can definitely see that. <clears throat> uh, please do, please let that happen. It'll make the entire show for me. I'll give it an extra star just for that. Uh, let's see. If I think the two hundred five live championship's gonna change hands, and this is a glorified house show, so not much is gonna happen. I think no. I think New Day retains. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I'm gonna stick with my my original pick. I'm kind of thinking the New Day is going to keep it, but um, I wouldn't mind the bar getting it back. They're not really doing much right now. They could use it. Yeah. And um, and I'd just like to see some new uh, some new competition somewhere. So um, I'll be happy either way, but I'm going to say the bar walks away with it. All right. We got some fierce competition coming up here, guys. Has, yes. We have DB Daniel Bryan. Versus TM, The Miz. On the line in this match, winner earns a future WWE Championship match. They've been very, very careful to make that very, very vague. Right. Like, it's not at the next pay-per-view, and it's not, they have a contract they can cash in, and it's not at Monday Night Raw, it's just in the future. <laughs> at some point, one of these men will challenge <laughs> for the WWE Championship. As yeah, if that wasn't I, a given already. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, they've been very vague about that. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling this is another one of those that they're just kind of writing as they go. Yeah. Like they felt they needed a gimmick for it or something. Uh, I, you know, I think... I think it's I think my turn to pick first. <laughs> it's too late what, now. You just, you just picked it first the last Did time. I? Okay, never mind. It's the jet yes. lag, guys. <laughs> um... No, I, I think the Miz. I think the Miz gets it. I know he won their last confrontation. Yeah, but I think I think Brian is good at chasing. I think I think they don't know what they're doing with Brian. <laughs> Honestly, long term, what I would love to see, I would love to see Miz win this. Miz win the championship from AJ Styles, and then this happens at Mania. And then Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble, yeah. which everybody would love. Oh yeah. Far overdue. and then He's he, going to last a long time, and then Roman Reigns is going to win. Even though he's then, got the oh, championship. You know, so he's going to face himself you know, at Mania. You know what would be great? If Miz won the title, the, Daniel Bryan won the Royal Rumble, and then Daniel Bryan decided to cash in on Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody expects the Miz, but he's like, nope, I'm going for Roman. <laughs> You're not going to get Roman uh, over that way, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Fuck, no. No, I, I would love to see that. And then Brian and Miz at Mania. I mean, obviously, it would be a mid-card match. We know how Vince thinks. <clears throat> I don't care. But yeah, I'm going with the Miz for this one. It's a tough It's a tough pick. It's it is. It's one. very difficult, because I kind of think in this feud right now, if Daniel Bryan picks up a win, that's going to signify the end of the feud. Like, how would you continue it from there? Unless Daniel Bryan does get to cash in. Cash is in relatively soon, and then the Miz fucks it up for him. You know what I mean? Right. And that would continue it right back where it was, but the story would probably die for a month or two before that happened. Um, yeah. God. I don't even have a fucking coin to flip because I've been keeping my desk clean. Oh, uh, fuck. Let's say the Miz. Let's say the Miz. I do like your idea of Miz winning it, Daniel Bryan somehow pulling off the Royal Rumble and challenging at Mania. That would be the perfect way. And I was saying, I would love for this feud to stretch from SummerSlam to Mania. Why not fucking do that? Yeah, why not? The thing is, is the Miz getting the WWE Championship with what I see happening, that's eh, a little unbelievable, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we have John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias. Yeah, man. Did you hear about the booze Owens and Elias got in Seattle? I, I heard it, the booze were strong with these. It ones. was heavy. I did, not see it. I did see it. I didn't see it on on Raw or anything. I I saw like somebody's camera footage, so WWE couldn't yeah. mute out the sound. It was loud. I don't know why WWE would want to mute out that. I mean, they want to get Owens and Elias booed, you would think. I guess you'd think. Well, from what I heard, you couldn't hear Elias talking over the booze. So that would probably be a reason (laughs) WWE would tone it down somewhat. The only thing, I got to be honest, I did not watch Raw or SmackDown again this week. Same. Um, I did watch MLW. I watched MLW Fusion. I watched Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and the Mae Young Classic. Oh wow! You you've I been got putting that shit in. in, yeah. But um, but w- the only thing I did watch is I watched the one night in Milwaukee. How was that for you? 
Uh, it just looks a little too pathetic. <laughs> and how about that shit, man? China can't be in the Hall of Fame. They don't really recognize her under any circumstance these days. But they can take one night in China and turn it into one night in Milwaukee. How does that make you, you do feel? Realize, you do realize that that phrase originated long before China. She stole oh, that I know. phrase I know. for her movie. And then there was one night in um, Paris. I, I get it. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with China. They're not, they're not spoofing the China. <laughs> I film. think they are. I think somebody backstage definitely uh, is. I don't. I honestly don't think so. I think what happened in Milwaukee was that is where Lana's um, accent went. I think somebody stole her accent in Milwaukee. <laughs> so, so what happened I in think- that segment anyway? So all it is is it's it's Rusev like practicing a Rusev Day song, um, like in his uh, on cam like his his uh, phone. Looks like he's you know just getting ready preparing. There's a knock at the door. Lana comes in. She's like, "Aiden, I, I gotta talk to you. I gotta I gotta talk to you." He's like, "What?" And she's like, "I don't know how to say this." She stops and she's like, "Aiden, I want you," and then it cuts off. And he's like, oh, she wants me. And it's like, it was like so blatantly done to where you know there's another part to it. But like Rusev's in the ring acting all pissed. The announcers are are like, oh, that looks bad. Oh, what's she, how's she going to explain that? And it was like, this just so stupid. Obviously, she's saying something like, I want you to leave Rusev Day or I want you to go get ice or like something stupid, obviously. Right. Yeah. And then... And the worst part, and it, it, this is wrestling 101. This isn't just WWE. This is wrestling in general. Lana's in the ring, and, and Rusev's pissed. And Lana's like, but but there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that, Rusev. And he's like, oh, oh, there's more. There's more, is there? No, really, there's more to it. <laughs> God forbid she fucking tell him what else she <laughs> right, said. Right, like, right. Like, I forgot said, what I, I said, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, all she could say is, there's more to it, there's more to it. She won't explain herself, she's super vague. Like, come on, why why wouldn't she just say, I said I want you to go get ice, that's what I said. I said I want you to go film Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox fucking page. (laughs) (laughs) Aiden, I want... You to want me, I need you, and then they bust into yep. karaoke. That's, Who knows? that's how you should <laughs> sing the Rusev song. <laughs> then I have seen a lot of people online making fun of uh, Aiden, Aiden's hair in the Milwaukee that was supposed to be like however long ago is the hair he has now and not the hairstyle he had <laughs> Which is just perfect, too. That's, again, classic WWE continuity. Don't even throw a wig on him or something. Mm. Yeah. No, I seen it. I wasn't impressed with it, but I, I did go and find that on YouTube. That's the only thing I've seen of WWE. Oh, man. The what classic. if they draw this out further and, like, Lana goes and enlists the fashion police to help figure all this out? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, is it uh, isn't Fandango? Didn't he get a future endeavor? No, no, no. Just Tyler Breeze I don't think. I think. I think Fandango might be out on injury. I never heard anything about a game future okay. endeavor. Yeah, because they got knocked onto WWE.com, and then then you didn't hear nothing about him anymore. 
Well, they better not have fucking canned Dongo. I'll be sad. Yeah, they, prob- they probably didn't. Just... <laughs> if they did, and they wonder why their ratings are so low. <laughs> no, it says he's currently signed to WWE. Okay. They re- oh, you know who I think I, I'm thinking of that they got rid of not too long ago mm. that was part of a mediocre act? Simon Gotch. Oh, was yeah, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I still think uh, I liked Simon Gotch a lot more than Aiden English, but that's just me. He's the one who more the embodied opposite. the old school, old timey wrestler than Aiden in English. But if you like Simon Gotch, you can watch him on MLW Fusion every week, folks. Ooh, maybe I will. Under the name Simon Gotch. MLW gets away with using a lot of terms and names. They Simon Gotch, which might be his real name. I've never even looked it up because I haven't given a He's shit about He's Frank Gotch's son, so yeah, probably. He's not Frank Gotch's son. He is. Shut up. <laughs> um, Hang on. No, go ahead. Uh, no, it's it's Seth Lesser is what it is. Seth Lesser is his name. So I don't know how, but they his, he goes by Simon Gotch. They have war games. They've had war games a few different times. And they can use war games. They have a heart foundation. So they have the heart foundation. It's um, um, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Brian Pillman Jr., and Teddy Hart. So it's like there's a lot of terms that I would th- that I would have thought WWE owned. Is Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. as good as his dad? Um, he's got his dad's charisma. Nice. For sure, for sure. His, his wrestling's good, too. Brian Pillman's always been, like, a solid wrestler with amazing charisma. Mm. And, yeah, that kind of, his son seems to have followed suit. I think, I think Brian Pillman Jr. is probably my favorite out of the Hart Foundation. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of got off topic. It's okay, that's what we do. That is what we do. So what, what is your take on the uh, Cena, Booby, Owens... Lily. Oh God. Um. Oh God. Do you even have to think about this one? Yeah, I do. I think Owens and Elias win. I think Elias has I don't a. Know how Elias and that. Owens both have wins over over John Cena. Everybody has wins over John Cena. Not everybody. Bobby Lashley for one. Bobby Lashley beat John Cena before. Maybe not since he's come back now, but he's beat him. All that matters is the comeback now, though. Does it? I think so. According to Vince, yeah. I gotta go with the heels. You let the heels win in some dastardly way, and hopefully you get the Australian audience to boo even louder than they did in Seattle, you know what I mean? I actually thought Cena was just put on here to... um, Cena must pose. Go out there, have a match, whoop some ass, and pose at the end. Uh, so no, that's cool. That's cool. I, I honestly, I'm, that's awesome. I did. I, I didn't think of it. Once, I do but. love. Oh wait, you haven't even picked yet. So who's your pick? <laughs> My pick is the new JBL, John and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> right. Uh, Got to make it work. It's amazing how old John Cena looks now that he's been away from the wrestling ring for a few months. You know, you know, everybody's talking about how John Cena looks like like uh, JBL, which yeah, it, it, a couple times he kind of does. But um, how come nobody's talking about the fucking big news? John Cena lives in China now. Like fucking, isn't that big news? Isn't that how come not enough people are talking about John Cena lives in China now? Fucking broke up with Nikki Bella and moved to China. 
Did he move to China? I know he's been training in China, and he 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 lives in China. He has a house in China. He's got um he um got temporary citizenship. I think he's only over there to film a movie. Okay, but he he is currently living well, in China. Well, like he I said, he has he currently is a resident of China. He has been training over there, and in a recent interview, and by recent I mean like at least a month old by now, he was saying how he's been training and. and learning and he's added at least one or two new moves to his repertoire that when you see them you will know that they came from China. So the seven moves of doom. <laughs> well what um what did I guess with him that saying one. that it's it's probably gonna seal the nail in my coffin on my pick. Because if he has a new move that's going to impress everybody, he's probably gonna win off of it. He did he busted out that um that fucking Japanese or that martial arts move not too long ago at the house show. So maybe yeah, yeah, that's that's that the movie he's talking about. I have not seen it yet. That's the move. You haven't seen no. it? It's on YouTube. Well, I haven't seen it. Hopefully, we'll see it yep. at the Blunder Down Under. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Oi, oi, oi! I want to go to Australia just to chant. Right. Just walk down the street and do it. Doing it here. See how many people you can. Yeah. <laughs> how many times you can do it before people get sick of it? Yeah, I, it, I'm wondering, like, if it's like real life, then people are gonna get pissed at you. But if it's like the Australia that people make it out to be on TV <laughs> right, and yeah, movies, yeah. like everybody's gonna join in and start giving you free right, beers. Walking down the street, <laughs> you get a whole crowd of people walking down the street with you, <laughs> chanting it. Yeah. Unite the entire country. <laughs> You got a Foster's mate. Oh, it'll be fun, fun stuff. Uh, moving on. I bet they hate Americans in Australia because you know they get that all the time—the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie thing. That that's not a knife. This is a knife. I bet, I bet they hate Americans over there. I think everybody <laughs> hates Americans. <laughs> I think Mexicans are the only people that don't hate Americans, but that's only the Mexicans who live in Mexico. The ones that live in America fucking hate Americans, and for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, one of my previous jobs, my uh, supervisor took a two-week vacation and went over to Japan, and one of the floor leads was saying, he he told me that as soon as he gets off the plane, he's going to yell, Gojira! And I'm like, God, they probably fucking hate that. God, it it disgusts me that he's going to go over there and do that because it just makes us all look really fucking retarded. Right. (laughs) I mean, I give him credit for, I guess, saying it the correct way. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, speaking of, speaking of Mexicans. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, a, f- a friend was talking to me about a sword. Somebody posted a picture of an old man with a sword with a chihuahua <laughs> coming out that. of his chest, smoking that. a stogie. <laughs> <laughs> smoking a stogie and shit. And uh, they were like, that makes me think you... It was my niece, God bless her, because this guy looks as awesome as I hope to be when I'm his right, age. Right, right. But um, my friend was... Uh, he, he he posted on there, the sword's name is Ice. And I was like, is the sword's purpose to rid the land of Mexicans? <laughs> and, and See, I don't I don't watch... You don't watch Game of Thrones no, either, no. right? I don't watch Game of Thrones. And he's like, no, it's to rid it's the exactly land of... It's exactly the opposite, that- is what, what he said. Exactly the well, opposite. Well, no. 
not. It's not the exact opposite. It's basically right. the same thing. Other, it's to rid the land of White Walkers that are trying to cross a giant wall that lays on their border. I was like, oh shit, that's nothing that's like ice. Awesome. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, awesome. that was hilarious. Oh, that was hilarious. I was glad when that came across my feet. I laughed my ass off. Some people make me smile sometimes. Mm. I hope I made you smile yesterday when you posted that rough day. Show me your dog pics. Shit. You did. You did. You're, they're both of them. Both of them made me <laughs> smile a lot. I like being your favorite pet. <laughs> oh. Um. So, now we got Becky Lynch defending her SmackDown Championship against Charlotte Flair. They still seem, from what I'm uh, hearing... You're still trying to push Becky Lynch as this uh, heel and Charlotte Flair as his face, and it seems to be really backfiring on her. Right. It's never going to work, man. And then when WWE decides to scrap Becky Lynch because she's not getting over the way they want her to with the heel heat, it's going to be on the fans, right? Or is it on WWE? I I think it's on the fans. In real life, it's on WWE. It's not on the fans. Yeah, but I mean... Fans are doing what they're supposed to. Yeah. I think. I don't know. It's it's my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, especially when, when somebody... When the fans are giving you a perfect story to write and you can't figure out how to write it, that's on you. That's not on the fans. The whole Becky, Beck, you know, Stone Cold Becky Lynch thing would be just, you know, I, WWE has tried to make people Stone Cold Steve Austin, Dean Ambrose, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it doesn't work. No. And now they're they're having somebody who's organically becoming that, but since WWE didn't write it that way, they're gonna push back on it. Why? This is what you want. You should want this. And it writes itself. It really does. Yeah, yeah it makes sense a hundred percent. And so for the fans to not treat it that way, to me, it's it's a little disheartening. But that's that's WWE fans. They're gonna go against the grain no matter what you do because it's a fun thing to do. Well, me, I think I, I'm going Becky. I think it's it's really gonna hurt Charlotte even more yeah. if she wins. Yeah. I can't see that helping. Although, I mean, WWE never learned their lesson on Roman Reigns from that either. So, but, um, yeah, I, I got to go Becky. Not not real thought into this other than I think she needs to hold it a little while longer and the story's not over. It's a championship match and it's a house show. And like I said before, not much can happen here. I mean, it can, but it won't. And I, I'm right there on the same page with you. Lynch for the pin. The Lynch pin. I like that. She should have her own special pin. She should have a Lynch pin. She should have a special move, some kind, you know, that 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 combos into a pin and call it the Lynch pin. I like that, Pasty. I like that. Yeah. How come we're not writing for WWE? We've asked that for years. And then we decided it'd be easier to start a podcast. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, if you are wondering about the background and history of B Sticks Podcast, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash B Sticks Podcast, and you can read the entire story posted in an article right on the side of the page. I think it's pretty well done. Pretty well done. Well done. The opposite of how we like our steaks, folks. Yes. 
Um, next up, we got. I haven't heard any updates on this, so is it still uh, is it still billed as Ronda Rousey and the Bellas versus the Riot Squad? I is that what we're going? I do with? think so. Liv Morgan is cleared to wrestle again, so yeah, I don't see why not. Is she? Yeah, cleared? I believe so. I just haven't heard any updates, so I just don't know. I believe you though. That's good. That's good. I didn't want her to have to miss it. I did see, uh, did you see all three Riot Squad girls got matching tattoos? Yep. And now Vince is probably going to split them up right off the bat. It's all right. He, <laughs> he can never take away their tattoos. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if they didn't clear it with the company, that's what's going to happen. Uh, well, you don't have to clear tattoos with the company. All it is is a date. Uh, yeah, it's still listed in WWE.com as Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins versus the Riot Squad. That's good. That's good. It would have took a little bit away from it had it been uh, two. Although, to be to be honest... What will be really funny I mean, is when story... Ronda Rousey puts Liv Morgan in an arm bar and literally breaks her arm on accident. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, this match as is only Bree, As Brie Bella's standing there like, just do it! Do it, Ronda! Break her fucking arm! <laughs> the only reason this match is on here is to push the Ronda Rousey Nikki Bella storyline so I mean honestly the rest of the girls don't even matter it's not my opinion that's just I mean we know what that's what it well, is well if we're gonna, gonna push a Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Rousey and Bella storyline Nikki Bella at Evolution and this isn't a Ronda singles match <clears throat> the Riot Squad is gonna win question mark um, it's possible. It's possible. I think it has to. If you're going to try to further Ronda, a Ronda Nikki storyline. It could be. Ronda maybe messes up the, uh, screws, screws something up and Nikki gets pissed and. Yeah. I don't know. It's your pick right now. Well, that's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with uh right squad. All right. The squad. You got the squad, and as much as the I would rot love squid. the squad to win, the rot squid. What the hell is the rot squid? It's a rotten squid. <laughs> Man, I've been with some girls that smelled like a rotten squid before. I mean, I still hit it. Don't get me wrong. It was just breathe, breathe right. through the mouth. Breathe get one of those mouth. old school wooden clothespins that nobody has anymore. Yeah, uh, right. I just hung, I just hung a Christmas tree on her oddly enlarged clitoris and just pounded away. Couldn't you just put it on like a cock ring and have at it? I mean, it would do about the same. That would imply that my cock stunk and it was her. <laughs> I gotta hang it on her. The degrading has to go to her. <sighs> well, I mean, if she stinks, your cock stinks, right? Um, doesn't your cock always stink after sex? I believe so. Yeah. I guess I've never smelt it. I don't know. <laughs> well, next time you go at it, you got to ask her next, to go sniff it. Next next time, I'm just going to plop it right on her upper lip when I'm done. How's that like, smell? What's it smell like? <laughs> um... You got the Riot Squad. I got what I like to dub the new knockouts, which is Brie Bella and the crew. <laughs> Brie Bella and the crew. My 
good match. Might be a sleeper match. We don't know. Might be a shitty match. We don't know. Next up is going to be a... Hopefully a very good match. Again, the, uh, the stipulation doesn't make any sense. But, you know. Right. Whatever. Right. I mean, I, I get it. No DQs, falls count anywhere, anything goes. But I still come back with the last match they had... Even in a Falls Count Anywhere match, you could have had that same fuck-up finish. Yep. So I don't see what they're trying to help, but... Well, they just they don't want to give um, us heard, a submission match yet, is what they're getting at, I think. I heard very negative things about the uh, Samoa Joe um, skit on, on Tuesday's SmackDown. That's another thing I haven't seen which, yet, was the Samoa Joe skit. And then I did see like AJ's response where he's like... I'm sorry, guys. I can't come into work this week. The Samoa Joe thing has got my daughter waking up at night. I'm not going to show up to work until I have confirmation that Joe's on the plane to Australia. I heard that, too. (laughs) I didn't watch it either, to be honest. But from my understanding, what happened was Joe came to their house and knocked on their door. That's that's my understanding. Apparently, even to the point to where that's all they showed, but then later on in the day, they re- the commentators reported, the police showed up, Joe did not go get inside the house, they have detained yeah, right. Samoa Joe, and it's like, oh, so yeah, Joe Paige, Paige was like, his house and knocked on his door. When we went off the air, we made sure to send cops right over to the Styles residence. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? No, you didn't. <laughs> and you waited so, till Raw was off the air? <laughs> SmackDown was off the air. Come on now. Yeah, it seems really, seems really. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's I just like it's bullshit, man. It's I bullshit. Like and I, I finally get to say, fucking DDP and the Undertaker did it better, motherfucker. DDP and the Undertaker did it better. Randy Orton and Triple H did it better. Brian Pillman and Steve Austin did it better. I mean, nobody's going to top Brian Pillman and Steve Austin, all right? I liked... When they pulled a fucking gun on live TV, <laughs> that fucking... Like, everybody blew their shit. USA Network almost fucking pulled their show. It's like, when he fucking pulled out a gun on live TV, and then it, and then you heard a gunshot and everything went black. Yeah. That'll never happen again. At least not on, like, a major one. And one of these smaller ones, yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. But, yeah, you're definitely not going to see nothing like that. Um... And to be fair, that one was very tasteless, and when you rewatch it, it just doesn't age really well. I've gone back and rewatched it fairly recently, not horribly recently, but it's like, uh, at the time it was cool just because it was like, holy shit, like it was a shock value. When you go back and rewatch it, it's like, yeah, this is wrestling, and a dude just pulled a gun on another dude in his house with <laughs> his family there. It's not even entertaining, it's just not cool. Not cool. Um, but yeah, um, it and, just bothers me because you know, two weeks ago we were like, "This is the best storyline they got going. This is the best storyline they've had going in a long fucking time." Well, and I'm glad they're at least still doing different stuff. They're making this storyline different. They're making it stand out. They went about it the wrong way this week. From what I understand, I mean, that's my understanding. It's just they went about it the wrong way. Right. But Joe still, should have went to like AJ's daughter's window while she was in bed getting ready to sleep. Right? That's what should have happened. 
<laughs> she like goes to shut the window and Joe's face is right there. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> that, that would be yeah. great. Is her name Wendy? No, I think his, his wife's name is Wendy, but okay. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It, that it is. I love I love how he's got like four children too. And it's right. Like, it only pertains to one of them. In this storyline. Yeah, in this storyline, it's only the one kid. Which is fucked up, because you know his Which, sons want to be on the show more than his daughter does. Well, and WWE uh, wrestling, I should say again, wrestling in general, does this all the time. They do the the one child that's at the mm-hmm. age they want it to be for that show, and that's the only child that exists, you know. Um, but the, the other thing I've heard but I haven't seen is uh, apparently the... um. AJ's mailbox outside his house says styles yeah, on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just love that. I like to, I like to believe that we live in a world where all the wrestlers have their mailbox gimmicked. Like, like Undertaker's just says Taker. <laughs> you yeah. know, Dolph Ziggler's is Ziggler's showstopper. Yeah, right. <laughs> Randy Orton that. says the Viper. In- uh, and then when you open it, a penis comes out. <laughs> right? You have to grab the penis to open it. It's like it's like one of those stick-on dildos that your sister uses. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic, man. Oh boy. Styles residence. Um, this this is the one that's probably have me the most held up, but I think uh, I think Joe needs to yeah. win, but I don't think he's going to. I think this isn't the place. I'd be fine with Joe winning right here. I think he needs to win, but I don't think it happens now. I think it happens. What did we decide is the next pay per view? Did we decide? Uh, Survivor Series? Yeah, and from it. all points, what I'm hearing <clears throat> is, is yeah, they're changing up the format, and it's going to be Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin for control of Raw, and then obviously Kurt Angle with the Shield, and and Finn Balor, and then Corbin with the Dogs of War. Oh, team, yeah, Team Angle and Team yeah. Corbin. Ah, <clears throat> that's what it's sounding like. Yeah, so Pasty cool. White predicted that shit before anybody else. Just remember that. Yes. The pack. I heard they're calling him the pack on TV now, too. <laughs> That's because Neville went the to pack. Dragon Gate. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> did you did you did you get a chance to see his promo? No, I didn't see his promo, unfortunately. It's pretty good. It's pretty fire. Check it out. Um, so I got I got AJ Styles retaining here. What do you got? Pasty? I think this is gonna be the big change up of the entire night, think and I think is? Joe wins it here. I think he needs to, like you said. I think he needs the win, and with the way this is going, if they if they try to draw out the storyline at least in this direction much more, it's gonna lose. It's gonna fail, and nobody's gonna care anymore. So let Joe have the win here and let it progress in a different way. All right. That's so that's also Joseph. why. Um, I don't think the Miz is going to successfully win the WWE Championship because I don't think Miz has a chance in hell of beating Joe. Um, 
Uh, Honestly, yeah, a, I don't know if a, the Miz has a chance in hell of beating either of them, unless maybe it was, was a triple say, threat match. It doesn't really. If it's a triple threat match, then maybe. yeah. Yeah, in a triple threat. I mean, he's always been a uh, a cheating heel, you know. So he finds ways to beat opponents he shouldn't beat. He always has. What if it's a triple threat submission match and, and Miz ends up winning there? How great would that be? That would be something. <laughs> That would that would be something. <laughs> Speaking of submissions, the second round of the May Young Classic uh, was this yeah. week. the the first The first episode of the second round. Uh, fuck, I don't remember who it was. She busted out like an inverted Texas cloverleaf into kind of a, a Boston crab style type submission. It was fucking insane. Like I'd never seen it before. It was like a a Texas cloverleaf. Into a into a uh, into a Boston crab. It was really crazy. So wrench it on the back and the legs. Yeah, like if you you know the the clover leaf, you you tie them up with you tie yeah. the legs up with your yeah. arms, and then she like picked her all the way up so she's <laughs> hanging, and then she leaned forward on her as as like a walls of Jericho or something. Okay. So like yeah, wrenching the back while having the Texas clover I like leaf. That. Yeah, it was it was really I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Hey, rumor has it Jericho's um, scheduled to be at Super Showdown tomorrow. I have not heard. that I did rumor. hear that today. Uh, is that the same from the same people that keep saying he's going to be in uh, Impact? I think he is going to be in Impact. <laughs> I think this is the last time you're going to see him in WWE before he goes to Impact for a short time. I mean, he did just post this he week. Does. I he hope did he just post this week. Circuits. If I go to Impact, who do you want to see me wrestle? So I did see him do that, but he's always also been good at trolling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, impact impacts a huge part of his uh, rock and rager, rock and roll and wrestling rager. I did see another thing so today that I don't the... believe at all, where somebody said that that CM Punk was spotted in Australia. How great would that be, though? I don't. I don't How great so. would that be? <laughs> but he's not. He might be in Australia. He's not going to be on the show. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think it's great that that. Yeah, no. Australia money wouldn't bring him back. They'd have to put him on uh, Crown Jewel. That would get him to come back. Yeah, he needs he needs that Saudi money. You know, he's Jericho. He can pop up anywhere. He's not going to wrestle in Australia. I can almost guarantee you that. Right. He might get physical, but he's not going to wrestle. Yeah. But no, he's kind of he's kind of the. Uh, the tie that binds all of pro wrestling. From WWE to New Ooh, Japan. What if Jericho the is there now. and he interferes in the Cena-Lashley-Owens-Elias match since he's got r- troubles with Owens and then the Elias with the scarves? <laughs> ah, I like it. And maybe he doesn't, maybe yeah, he doesn't like get it. in the match, but maybe he comes down to the ring or like stands on the entrance ramp and then Owens gets pinned. Yeah, I like it. I don't because it would mean I, like I don't get a point. But <laughs> yeah, but you'd pop. Yeah, up yeah, it, it would be worth it to not would. get the point. <laughs> Next up, we have the Shield taking on the Pack of Dogs of War. Nothing on the line. Nothing on the line except Dean Ambrose's heart. <laughs> I'm going with the dogs. 
What up, my dogs? Strowman could use the win. Or Lesnar comes down and trashes everybody. You think Lesnar's flying to Australia? Fuck that. <laughs> that man's got shit to do. He's got guns to shoot. <laughs> Magazines to read. Magazines to read. Yeah. Well, try to read. He's a busy try man. Try to read. We all know he can't read. He's a, he has to have Paul read it for him. <laughs> well, he's got those beady little eyes, <laughs> right. you know? can't see a lot with those beady little eyes. He's got tiny <laughs> eyes. What's with that? I don't know. Like, is it just because he's so swole they look tiny, or does he have tiny eyes? Oh, my God. I saw this meme on the internet this week. Fucking, who's the greatest uh, universal champion of them all? And it's got Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and maybe Kevin Owens. Who else has been universal champion? I don't know. Universal? Um, Finn Balor? It was, yeah, but not him. Um, Kevin Owens was? It was Seth Rollins. There we go. It was Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. And Lesnar's standing in the middle. And the weird thing is, Lesnar just had the championship. He had the championship for a long fucking time. But in this picture, he's got the belt on his shoulder, and the arm clearly belongs to Goldberg. Like, why would you have to Photoshop <laughs> that in? His, <laughs> it's got his tat on it or what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got his black glove, his wristband. The, the arm is darker than, than Lesnar's entire body. That's crazy. <laughs> like, what, did you never get a picture of you, Brock Lesnar with the belt right? on his shoulder? You couldn't find <laughs> one picture of Brock Lesnar with the belt? Come on. Oh, it was great. It was great. You know, when you started that sentence, it made me think of the Muddy Mud Skipper song. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't even know the Muddy Mudskipper Not song? Not off the top of my head, no. Who's the greatest mudskipper of them all? Who can skip in the mud with the greatest of ease? What kind of wonderful guy? I don't know what you're talking about. No? Nope. God. You didn't watch Ren and Stimpy back in the day, did you? Uh, not as much as I should have, but I wasn't Who's a cable-having segmented eyes? It's muddy. Mudskipper, it's muddy. Mud skipper, it's muddy. Mud skipper show. Sorry, I remember shit from my childhood. I just don't remember what happened this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got the dogs of war on this. I'm I'm going with the easy pick of the shield. Um, again, as you said, it's a house show. Plus, it's a it's a foreign show. So I'm I'm thinking that the. Uh, you know, must pose. Cena must pose. Roman must pose. I think they just want Roman to stand up there triumphant holding his title in the middle of the ring. And I think it helps to uh, to add dissension between Dean Ambrose and them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see Seth Rollins on one corner holding up his belt and Roman on one corner holding up his belt. And then you see Dean in the middle just kind of looking like, oh, what do I do? Maybe that's where he does turn. Although they've been teasing the turn, though, on the shows. And if they're teasing the turn, that means it's not going to happen right now. I was going to say, it might not ever right. happen. Knowing WWE, again, they have a great story, but since we can all see it coming, they just don't want to pull the trigger. I don't know. Which is fucking stupid. It's so dumb. Oh, the fans think this is going to happen, so the opposite has to happen. Even though the fans, what the fans think is going to happen is the only way that it's going to be a, a good storyline. 
Yeah, I've I've constantly said I don't like everything being predictable, but unpredictability just for the sake of unpredictability is just as bad as predictability. You can't be unpredictable just to be unpredictable. You have to have a reason, a story, a plan. But that's me. So um, so next we have the. Oh, yeah, some... I mean, before we get into this one, how about uh, Shawn Michaels' new haircut? New haircut? The man just lost his <laughs> hair. He just doesn't Yeah, have right. It. First he then lost he his smile, then he lost his hair. As he found his First smile. First he lost his smile, then he lost the straightness in his eye, and then he lost his hair. <laughs> I saw an awesome meme this week. It was a picture of him standing in the ring on Raw with his bald head and headband, and it says... The years have been rough to old Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, I, I don't, I don't get the reference. Caillou, that's a kid's show. If you don't get the reference, you won't get it, but I hope the people listening understand, because it, I busted up laughing probably harder than I've laughed in a long time. Damn it, now I feel bad. Look up Caillou, or, or watch, watch an episode of Caillou in your free time. There you go. It's a PBS kid's show, he's a, like a le- whiny little five-year-old kid. And he's just—he's super oh, pathetic. Oh, I think I think Mitch. I think yeah. When Mitchell used to was a baby, it yeah. was on once yep. or twice, isn't it? Like it's it's like spelt Kalu, yep. but it's pronounced C A I L L O U. I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen one of those. Nothing happens in that whole show. Nope. I think I watched an episode before, and it was like nothing happened. Like he woke up, and then he like colored in some coloring books, and then he went to bed. And that was the episode. Like there wasn't even a. There, there wasn't a, 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 a dilemma. There wasn't a problem. There wasn't a triumph. There wasn't a lesson learned. It was just like, hey. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. None of this. No more of this crap. The one thing, the one thing I noticed, and it's on Facebook, it's on uh, beefstick, Facebook.com forward slash Beefsticks, folks, if you want to go there. Um, I don't know what's going on. It must be like similar to when it looked like... Um, Stephanie McMahon did the same thing, but it was allegedly just shadows. It sure as fuck looks like Sean pissed himself (laughs) in that picture. There is a blatant dark spot right where his cock would be running down his leg. And I'm like, um, it looks like, well, I mean, the undertaker and Kane are pretty intimidating. That is true. (laughs) Especially Kane with his new political powers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, You can't. (laughs) Can't forget that. Knox County, sponsored by Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely um the whole Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Kane. That's definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, on paper this looks awesome. When you see all four of the people in the ring now, um, it doesn't look that cool anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> At all. <laughs> uh, I mean, if Sean would have just kept short hair, you know, short hair is better than no hair. And he's got to wear a thick ass headband now because he, he doesn't like the way he looks. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, most he better most come out with a different Baker- theme song. Most veterans, when they come back for a. They Another think run. I'm bald. They, they, they get, know I'm old now. In shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't most of them get in shape before they do it? Like, he looks like he hasn't tried for years. Right. Like, come on, dude, hit up some DDP yoga or something. 
Speaking of DDP yoga, Pasty, how's DDP yoga going it's for It's going you? pretty well. Pretty well indeed. I can feel a difference. I'm uh, limbering good. up. I don't know that I'm losing weight, but I, I'm not gaining weight. And with me sitting at home, that's a pretty fucking good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a bad lesson, uh-huh. right? For sure, dude. All right, main event time. Don't forget, folks, this is 1996. <laughs> the Undertaker with Kane in his corner, taking on Triple H with Shawn Michaels in his corner. Yeah. This is... Yeah. This is, is going to be the best match ever. Let's hope Undertaker's looking better than he's looked in the past. <laughs> this will be an eye-opener. The only one who looks any good whatsoever is Hunter. Triple yeah. H, yeah, he still looks like he's fucking That's because Vince makes him work out with my, it. <laughs> my fucking least favorite out of all three is the only one that <laughs> right. I actually want to see in this match. God, that's pathetic. It's bad. I was but, so happy to yeah, hear that Shawn Michaels Vince... was coming back, and he's probably going to get a little physical in this match, and it's probably going to go on to be a tag team match at Crown Jewel, and then and then probably yep. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker one more time down the line, too. Uh, but... I'm I'm not feeling the Shawn Michaels, man. Maybe he'll surprise yeah. us. We haven't seen him in the ring yet. We haven't seen him in yeah. the ring. Yeah. Oh boy. I I'm going with Triple H on this one. I don't it's fucking Triple H. I don't care even if you're the Undertaker. Triple H is golden shovel. He'll 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 pack that on the plane and fucking throw it in the overhead compartment and take it with him to Australia. <laughs> Triple H ain't losing this one, especially if there's going to be another a second match down well, the didn't, line. He can lose the didn't second. Didn't Triple H lose to John Cena? Yeah. So. But that's John Cena. <laughs> Have you seen John Cena? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H picks and chooses when he. he, he that's falls, what this you know match what I mean? should be. This and match should be Undertaker lot, with you know? Kane versus John Cena with Shawn Michaels. And it's all four guys that you're like, oh my God. <laughs> they all look so sick. <laughs> John Cena's looking fucking awesome. He looks he's better than trimmed he's down. He, he looks okay. I, I think it's really funny that he's really very much starting to look like JBL. You know. I don't, he's got a slightly similar haircut. I really don't. I, I get what people say. Like, I seen the picture that, that had, like, five different pictures of him. And it's like, yeah, if you want him to look like JBL, you can yeah. see it. But I don't see it. His face, <laughs> his body. The one I didn't like, see was the one I posted on our Facebook it. that said, that said uh, 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 the, the years have been hard on, on um, Mark Wahlberg. He kind of looks like Mark Wahlberg, but very not much. Yeah, again, that's another one that it's like, well, yeah. You really have to use your imagination there. but You have to squint your eyes like like Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get those beady Brock Lesnar eyes, and then you can see it. Back when Mark Wahlberg was Mark and Mark, this is how we used to make the party spark. Still one of my favorite songs of his. I don't think this match has a finish. I think that's why it goes on. Well, I hope it finishes. Nope. I mean, I hope it doesn't just continue It continues on. until Crown Jewel. 
They're even gonna. It's they're it, gonna. gonna, gonna on the they're plane. gonna come down brawling to the ring at Evolution. Mm-hmm. WWE do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, again a little a little sidebar on this uh, on this shit here. But uh, Sammy Callahan and and uh, Jimmy Havoc on MLW Wrestling. This last episode, those two guys have such a fucking uh, beef between them. The show started out showing them brawling. And they're like, we gotta, we'll, we'll figure out, we'll try to get this uh, taken care of. And then they had like a match. And then they, they come back from commercial and they show them brawling in the back still. And then they come back and they have like two matches. And then they have a commercial. And there's the main event. And then they're done. And when they're done, the last thing you see is them guys still fucking brawling <laughs> in the back. They like kept this fucking giant back brawl going. The whole episode long, I fucking. What they got to do is is have the whole thing backstage taped the entire time and then sell it as its own DVD. They should. They should. Even though, I mean, realistically, they probably stopped and went to catering right. and had some, you know, drinks and, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm we really, got to start really fighting again. MLW Cameras fusion. are going to be rolling in about a minute and a half. <laughs> yep, yep. Got to get ready. Here, grab grab that garbage can over there. All right, I'm I'm gonna lay down over here. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you too. Uh, you want you want Chinese or Indian tonight? I'm feeling like Indian. All right, I'll get it before we go home. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Sammy Callahan call some dude. Bro. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, bro. All yeah. Right. I'm gonna take the on a limb call, and I'm going to say this ends in a disqualification. You are, can't have these two men with those two men at ringside. Without them getting involved. All right, so you're just going with a non-finish. Yeah. Well, I, it could be I mean, it, it could be a right. DQ, but I'm not going to call which side it's on. Well, I'm, I'm giving you an easy out here, a non-finish. So it could be a DQ, it could be a referee stoppage, it could be a no yeah, contest. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I know, but there's the technicality where on a DQ, the person who didn't do it is the winner. You know what I mean? So I'll go DQ slash okay. non-finish. I'm trying know, to help you out I know. here. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying just to trying to cover you. my bases. Okay, DQ slash non-finish. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Rock Lesnar comes down and busts pieces of a table <laughs> up over all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they lay out there for 16 minutes. You know, I, I thought about this too. How hard must that have been for Brock and Roman? Like, have you? You're a parent, yeah. right? So you've like pretended to be asleep oh, yeah. around your kids or or whatnot. It's hard to do it for like three yep. minutes. It's hard to just not want to get up or move or say something or, or laugh or something. These motherfuckers literally sat there for like ten minutes, not doing anything, in the middle of a ring surrounded by thousands of fans, tens of thousands. That couldn't be easy. <laughs> I know it wasn't easy to watch. Like, why haven't they fucking got up? <laughs> it wasn't easy to watch. That also, I also think of um, when they got people that uh, they bring out like as a surprise or whatever. And so they're sitting under the ring and they have to bring them there, you know, before the match starts. So if they've got a 10 minute match or 11, 12 minute match, these motherfuckers are down. And these and are hell, guys. if they these really want to surprise foot, people, they'll have somebody under the ring the entire night. I don't think they've I ever do. Done I that do believe they've done that before. 
they usually cart they usually cart things out like while they're moving things around and then they shove them under like <laughs> they do it like a magician they cart them out in some kind of you know oh we're bringing this out here to take this out and this out but yeah they gotta sit under there they're fucking six foot two hundred fucking eighty pound men huddled over under this fucking ring that people are jumping around in shitting in buckets <laughs> shitting in buckets pasty ain't nobody shit in a bucket. They shit in buckets. That's what they do when they're down There's there. There's not enough room to sit up to shit on a bucket, in a bucket. That's how they, that's how, I, I don't know if, like, today's WWE does it, but, like, back in the 80s, 90s, that's what they did. They had buckets down there for them to fucking shit and piss in. <laughs> I'm not kidding. From every shoot interview I've seen from people. They well, I mean, they, they, come they, on nah, now. If you're saying they cart the things down to the ring and they're not under there the entire show, why the fuck would they need to shit in a bucket? Why wouldn't they have the knowledge and wherewithal to take a shit before going to the ring? Pasty, if you're down there for 16 minutes and 15 minutes before you didn't know you had to shit, but 10 minutes before you know you have to shit and you know you're taking a big slam from a big man... You're shitting in a bucket. <laughs> I'll never forget Tom Zink talking about when he was refereeing a match between Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair. And he's like, and Ricky Steamboat came off the top and hit him with an elbow. And then I smelt it. <laughs> and I said, which one of you fuckers farted? And Rick pulled me over and said, I shit myself. <laughs> And I said, go home. And he said, nope, we're going to keep going. And they wrestled another 12 minutes. <laughs> it's like, you could see, at first people didn't notice it, but every now and then you'd see in the front row, people would start looking at each other, covering them, and I just laughed to myself. Yep, they're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a world pro wrestling used to be. It still is, still is. So many wrestlers shit themselves. That's, I mean, you're probably not accepted in the locker room until you shit yourself in the ring. Right? <laughs> yeah, truly one of the boys right. till you've shat Vince yourself. Com- Vince comes like out and congratulates party. you and says you says your name for the first time ever. Ho <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho, good job out there. I right. got you really shit those pants, didn't you, buddy? Ha! <laughs> It's dripping down your leg. <laughs> oh, I like this guy. This is one of the guys. Boys. You know what? We should bring back the Kiss My Ass Club. You're going to be the man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wash yourself. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh. Out of all the shittiest things people have done, I still think the worst is when they had Mae Young put old fish down her fucking panties. Before she fucking, uh, before she did the, uh, uh face full of stuff to X, or to, uh, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> that's just fucking right. horrible. <laughs> it's like, number one, that's horrible to Eric. Number two, it's gotta be rough for yeah. May. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't May's idea. That was definitely 100% Vince. <laughs> We're gonna get him good. Right? <laughs> May. Come here for a second. I got to talk to you in the office. <laughs> yes, Vince? May! I got some old trout. <laughs> what I want you to do, May, I want you to shove these in your panties. <laughs> uh, 
off. It's, I want you to get them in there and, and I want you to swish them around and rub them all over. Get it real juicy. <laughs> Leave it there for a week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Yeah, it's definitely a different kind of world than anything else. It's... I missed my calling, man. I don't work in I don't work in a place where I can tell people to put fish in their panties and sit on my face. I just don't live in that world. That's got to be a weird fetish somewhere. Some guy who really likes stinky snatch. Oh, I'm. Sh- I don't think that's a weird fetish. I think it's one of the more mild ones. I mean, much fucking weirder than that. I've been involved in much weirder than that. Forget that. Well, that's the uh, the super letdown. I mean, the, the blunder show. down under. It could, you know, it it almost looks like I don't know how they're gonna stretch this into five hours. There's not that many. They're gonna have a, a handful of impromptu oh, yeah. matches. They almost have to. Looking at the card, if this was a three and a half hour pay per view like they've been having. It'd probably be okay, and I'd be like, nah, it might be all right. But looking at it the way it is, and knowing it's supposed to be five hours of this, God, I it, it might not be good. I don't like going in with well, a I negative mean, attitude. I really you try gotta not think to. Part of that five hours is a pre-show. Hopefully, so you're not gonna watch like it. it Hopefully, it's a two-hour pre-show with the three-hour pay-per-view. But then again, I think it's too much show for a three-hour pay-per-view. Well, all their pay-per-views are four hours now, or, you know, about 3.45. So it'd, it'd probably be a one I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off when this lineup doesn't change and both of the Australian peop- uh, matches are, are in the pre-show. Congratulations, you're going home to be a hometown hero. You're both going to win your matches. You're not going to get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it enough you get to see your families again? (laughs) (laughs) Nice enough to let you say hi to your family. Come on. We're doing this for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be something. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to remember slash make a note of when I decide to watch this. Cause I'm curious. I'm curious if I'm going to wake up. And be like, oh, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I usually, right now, I'm usually waking up about, well, I usually wake up at 3.30 in the morning and do something and then go back to bed uh, for like two hours. Yeah, I've but noticed that shit lately. Like this I, I've I, started getting up earlier, like six o'clock, and it says you were active an hour before that. I'm like, whoa, he's really pushing it. <laughs> but I but I don't usually stay up this late. I'm usually in bed by eight and asleep before 10, usually. So on nights like this, when I record later, I'll probably sleep through till, I'll probably sleep through till five easily. Maybe maybe even six. Ooh. Maybe even six. Ooh, pushing it there, Fat Mac. But well, we'll see. We'll see. Sleeping until six on a um, Saturday. <sighs> I know. What a waste of wild man. What a waste of human flesh. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I don't waste that flesh. I, I beat the hell up. <laughs> That's why it takes you two hours to go to bed after you fall asleep. Or fall asleep after you go to bed. <laughs> exactly. 
Speaking of beating that meat, season two of um, Big Mouth is is now Ooh, out. Ooh, is it? Also. That's cool. Yes, I like. I that never show. finished season Very one. Cool. I just got to the point where the the girl got her monster. Also, oh, like episode. Two. <laughs> I think it's a little bit further than episode two. Maybe. It's a good show. It's a good <laughs> show. I just I, I live around the kids' schedule, so I never get a chance to watch it. It's not something you watch with right, the kids yeah, the in earshot. Yeah, the nice thing with my with all of my kids is I can watch anything around them, and it's like man. Back to Slits Nine. Yep, yep. Back to Slits Nine. They've seen it. <laughs> my kids are old enough to be on the internet by themselves, so they've seen it all. Like I don't really have to worry about anything. Even if I don't know they've seen it, they've seen it. I don't. Uh, I don't got a filter on my my kids' uh, internet. So oh God, I'm pretty sure. Let's take a dip into reality here. We watch porn. It happens, right? Yeah, together a yeah. lot of times. Usually, we'll connect via live stream and video chat and be looking at each other's faces while we're looking at porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we oil we oil ourselves up and get all nice mm-hmm. and glistening. And it's, that's it's part like of the reason we don't put the like show it. on YouTube anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we did, and then we got flagged. But no, like categories, man. And you get sick of watching the same shit all the time, so you go browsing through the categories. Go. That's <laughs> that's a good episode of um of uh, Big Mouth actually from season one. <laughs> When he when he find he gets to watch his first porno. I don't mean to it's interrupt okay. you, but he watches his first porno, which is the old uh, Sylvester Stallone Italian mm-hmm. stallion. <clears throat> and then he decides to get on the internet, and then he finds the internet, and it's like, and it just keeps escalating <laughs> and stuff. And uh, the puberty monster wakes up, and he's like, "God, when did you get to sleep?" And he's like, "I haven't slept all night." And he's like, "Oh, mature group pissing, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I just got kind of bored with the regular group pissing." <laughs> And then the internet goes out, and he's like, well, you can just masturbate to your imagination. And he just freaks out. Similar to uh, the South Park episode yep, with Randy. Yep. But go ahead. The Not internet's gone! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, categories. I'm just looking, looking, go past cartoon porn. I'm like, wow, I haven't looked at cartoon porn since I was like 15 years old. Go in there. Oh, fuck, I love It's terrible! Porn. It's terrible. It's made by children for children. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> oh, it is made for children. My and son's it's, it's, watched the shit. I know he has. I've been like, hey, man, what's this? Anti-shit. Like the computer animation stuff. It's like three frames on a loop with some techno music playing in the background. I can't beat to that. Are you fucking kidding me? I guess. And I then hentai? hentai. Oh, fuck, hentai. They censor the genitals. Why? You're not watching the right <laughs> hentai. Uh, go go check out Princess Go check out Princess Sixty Nine. It's a it'll blow your mind. Which website you do that on? I got it on DVD. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it takes place in a high school. I'm not gonna say a whole lot more other than that gym cr- teacher motherfuckers. <laughs> but he's also my hero. <laughs> Is that, it's actually there's actually two volumes. I got them both on. Yeah, TV. I don't know. Is that a marketing ploy too? On the on, on like on the Pornhub, you look up hentai and the genitals are censored out. Is that to get you to go to their website and buy it? I don't. I 
don't think so, because usually the ones that are censored, I believe, are censored from Japan. They're the ones that by law have But to why? Censored. It's porn. You go there to watch porn, you know they, what you're going to see. Japan is really <laughs> weird from what I've understood from their porn, because that's the only Japanese culture I know. But, like, you can, you can sit around and... Um, and masturbate and come on a woman while she's telling the news for a half hour. But but you're not allowed to show the cocks. Right. You see the tits. You, you get you some nips. Cum. You can't show the cocks. Which to me is like, what? It's because the Japanese people are insecure over their tiny penises. They don't want to see. <laughs> your, your penis is so big. I got small uh, Japanese penis. Your American penis is huge. So big. I covered your hey, penis. Hey, hey, hey. We're making all these South Park references. I got to bring up the fact yesterday, South Park Mexican released his newest album titled 48. I love it. I'm happy. Woo. It's good that he's still releasing music. He's released so many albums from prison. He's got to have a record there. He has to. I don't know, man. I think I think Rated X probably has him up uh, up on. Think that, so? Man. Well, one of the two. He yeah, Rated X is almost his whole library is almost oh. from prison. Well, most most uh, of SPM is, I would but... say. What do you get through? Maybe three, four albums before getting locked up. They both got to be pretty close then. Although Rated X is out, ready to put out new music. I, I want I want SPM to get out. I'd pay for a feature, but I'd want to see him. I would I'd want to have him in studio and shit. I haven't heard any SPM for God. I love him. It's so honest. good. The old shit never gets old. To me, he's he's Mexican Easy. So yeah, and then uh, I guess get local Minnesota end of it. Atmosphere released his new album, Me Vita Luca. That's pretty fucking good, pretty fucking good. Young Me didn't like Atmosphere, but I was also a rapper, and I was like, why the fuck does he get all this attention? I make more interesting music than he does. But since I've grown older, probably about the time I had children, I, I really he's really been growing on me. So yeah, that's fun. How about uh, how about Hobson and Joanna Lucas, man? <laughs> it's gonna be a good fucking feud. I'm I'm looking forward to, to some of these songs. Man. I'm I'm, I'm back in Hobson all the way, but that's only because I opened for him twice before most people knew who the fuck he was. I'm back in Hobson mm-hmm. also. Hobson's yeah. fire. Fucking fire. I mean, Eminem gave thought, him the nod they, on Kamikaze, like- which was phenomenal. I marked out. Hobson marked out. He put a video on the internet showing him marking out, hearing it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good shit. It's good shit. This this Mm. should be good. Looking forward to it, for sure. Want to pop along, Licious, into the news? We got 10 minutes Yeah, we can actually hit a little bit of the news this week, which is cool. Should probably be able to hit all of it. This week I was so like, yeah, I'm going to get up every morning, drink some coffee, scroll the internet, make some news... And I did it one day, <laughs> but I got, <laughs> I got a pretty fair amount of news in here. Uh, I'm sure everybody heard 
But Daniel Bryan took to Instagram and Twitter this week. It was first on Instagram, and then he posted it on Twitter as well. And this isn't the whole statement, but this is what he posted on Twitter in defense of his wife, Brie Bella, after last week's botched Yes Kick scandal. Thank you to the many people who reached out to support her, both publicly and privately. We all wish Liv Morgan a speedy recovery. Hashtag end cyberbullying. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like, as if he's saying this as if Liv Morgan was being cyberbullied, and that's why she's out. We wish Liv a speedy recovery and cyberbullying for Liv Morgan. What a Despite all of that... Never did I receive the backlash Bree did this week. With all the negative things said about my wife, nobody was harder on her than she was on herself. As for the yes kicks, two weeks ago, I accidentally kicked Andrade directly in the head due to a miscommunication on my part. I feel fortunate he was okay because there are a few feelings worse than hurting someone. Part of me thinks Bree Bella got a hold of his phone. (laughs) Right? There are some things again, just like just like last week, we had to we hit like, and you and I both said we we don't think. First of all, everybody coming out of the woodwork saying she didn't do it on right, purpose. Yeah. It, that's a stupid fucking argument. Of course right. she didn't. Nobody's saying she did it on purpose. What kind of fucking jackass? Do you oh, think and then the jackasses are? who are like, oh, you didn't do this when when Seth Rollins was hurting people. Yeah, we fucking did. Everybody yeah, we fucking did. did. Especially did. when it was like three guys in a, in a month time. When, when Joe, when Joe did the muscle buster on Tyson mm-hmm. Kidd, he got so much fucking yep. backlash for that. Bret Hart damn near fucking, fucking chastised the son of a bitch. So yes, they did. But, but also, yes, we're not saying that, that it can't happen and, and it was an accident. We're saying that there are things that could have been done mm. better. So now you look at these tweets. First thing we already talked about, he takes a whole, um... A whole thing about Liv Morgan and ends it with a hashtag directly talking about his <laughs> wife. Douchey. Yeah. You, you just, that's a very uh, Hulk Hogan thing to do. And I love Brian, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Brian, I'm feeling cyber bullied, Brian. You have to do something <laughs> about this, Brian. Plus, to be fair, even the court of law has basically determined you can't be cyber bullied if you're a public figure. Yeah. You, you, you've signed up for this. This is what you have agreed to. You have agreed to put yourself right. out there. You you can't, like, like public public um, faces, uh, celebrities, and people who put themselves out there cannot sue for, for any of these things because you're agreeing to this. So, number one, she's already agreed to it. You can't cyberbully her. She's putting herself out there by collecting that check. Then with the whole, despite all that, I never received the backlash that Bree did and all that. Maybe he didn't, but you know what? Daniel Bryan's also never gotten a huge fucking unearned push that his wife and, and Nikki right, Bella have yeah, gotten. Right, yeah, exactly. And it's so not like he accidentally kicked Andrade in the head and then dragged him by his neck to the corner. That's, that's <laughs> my next thing. He talks about the Andrade incident. Number one. I accidentally kicked Andrade directly in the head. Okay, the way that's worded and what I'm assuming, he's doing the yes kicks, he accidentally kicked Andrade in the head, and he stopped kicking because his shin noticed a skull as opposed to a chest. 
Whereas Bree kept fucking booting the fuck out of that skull as if she was fucking hopping a soccer ball, dribbling it down. Ryan, the lane. is this what it's supposed to feel like? <laughs> so not only that, which okay, I'll give you with momentum and everything, you could accidentally mm-hmm. do it twice. But yes, you hit the nail on the head, Pacey. You didn't drag him to the corner by his fucking neck and then suplex him five minutes. She's got to get out of here, guys. <laughs> Who wants to be in here with me next? I'm only halfway through these kicks. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're all just fucking sitting there. They're like, "You go, no, you go, no, you, you, no, you go, no, you go." I'm not taking this one. <laughs> oh. And I do. You know, she wouldn't have got like, so much I, backlash honestly, either I, if the week before she didn't try to do her dive outside of the ring and completely like fall five feet short. I mean, right? she's rusty. Admit to it, own it, and I think people would hate on you a whole lot less. And you know, I, I was actually I was listening to uh, Salt Monster as I as I name dropped earlier this week, and he had a good point. You know. You have extra weight from pregnancy. Yep, that's completely understandable. Maybe that's why you can't do that. Um, the male wrestlers can't sympathize with that, so they really can't say anything mm-hmm. about it. But down in Florida, there's like seven fucking rings right. in a giant fucking performance. Where you go to practice. That you could go and you could run the ropes and you can jump on the crash pads 25 times in a row and you can get it down. If you got ring rust, you could go down there and you can practice yes kicks on a mannequin. You can practice yes kicks with other performers down there. You could get that ring rust off and you could be in ring shape before you go out and do live shows. Brian, you need to tell Hunter I'm not an amateur. I don't need to go back to the performance center. Yeah, you're, you're speaking for her. I, I swear, I can see, I can see her saying that every time. I don't want to go down there it's with just... those smelly rookies. <laughs> <laughs> I and honestly, they're making it worse yeah. for themselves. Bree tweeting, and oh, yeah. Daniel tweeting, are making yeah. So the further much worse this goes, themselves. the more I'm like Daniel, you, you get a divorce, man. She's dragging you down. <laughs> You're going to ruin this. You should have went to New Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I feel bad for Liv. I'm so happy that she's yeah. been cleared. That makes me so happy. I'm glad that it wasn't mm-hmm. that serious. But I, I feel bad for Liv. I they should angle this to where Brie. Liv like, really goes after Bree in the match. I would love to see a, a Liv-Bree feud... I just fear for fear for live. <laughs> Not story mode, just right, right. in Brie mode. <laughs> um, no, this could be good for for live. The, the best thing for them to do is, is take a negative and make a positive mm. out of it. And if it's going to be Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella going forward, why can't we have a, a live and Brie Bella right. thing? Do it. And then if you wanted to, you could have a. Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan, um, you know, tag team against like the Iconics or two there other people go. or something. I don't fucking know. There you go. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of the Riot Riot Squad, and we talked about their tattoos. So they went to uh, Facebook Live or Twitter Live or Instagram Live or Snapchat Live. I don't know how social media works. I'm an old man. I smoke a cigar and keep a chihuahua in my chest, but. Um, 
when they were getting their tats done, they were getting that. And um, the tattooist, he was like, hey, so are you guys like a gang or a group like the NWO? And Liv said, yeah, we're just like the NWO. I'm Big Sexy and Sarah Logan's Hulk Hogan. And apparently immediately Sarah Logan goes, I don't want to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then and then they cut off yeah, the fucking feet yeah. right there. <laughs> so uh, no love for the Hulkster from the Riot right. Squad. I was, it's kind of hurt. I was, I was hurt by that. I love the Riot Squad, but Hogan's right. my man. Yet another reason why Vince is going to be splitting them up shortly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I do love that. I could see I could see Sarah Logan being the Hulk Hogan, uh, Liv Morgan being the big sexy Kevin Nash, and Ruby Riot being the the Razor Ramon, <laughs> the Scott Hall of the group. Although with her kind of right, being the she lead, would be Hogan, be the Hulk yeah. Hogan, but <clears throat> Sarah's the bigger one, so I can <laughs> see that. Yeah. To be fair, out of the three, Scott Hall was the best wrestler out of all three of them. Truth. At least in my opinion. All right. Let's try to run uh, through a little bit more of this. We uh, here, we're buddy. at time, but I want to get through some of this. Uh, Corbin and Roman Reigns, beware. Your jobs could be on the line as Punishment Martinez makes his way from Ring of Honor to the WWE. Fans have long said he was like a combination of the two men. Either Vince will push him to the rafters or ruin his career. There is no middle ground here, folks. <laughs> no, there is not. <laughs> Um, not the biggest Punishment Martinez fan, but he has surprised me from time to time. So, only time will tell. I think he'll, I think he'll excel in NXT. Mm. Yeah, it'll be good. Just, I'm not looking forward to him going up to the main roster. It's, it's not a place no. he needs to be. NXT, yeah, they could use a guy like him, but, yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon is really pushing for tiered levels of the WWE network. We have brought this up in the past. Um, so I'm not going to go over what these tiered levels are really. I'm just going to kind of highlight each of them. Uh, like I said, this was back in 2016 news just came out that they are making changes to the WWE network and this speculation to what there could be, uh, plan one would be a free plan featuring five hours of archived material and five-minute video clips and a 24-7 live stream that would feature WWE content without pay-per-views, NXT, and the Cruiserweight Classic. So it's a very stripped-down version of the WWE Network, which nobody would watch any time for any reason whatsoever. Almost uh, almost like the old WWE 24-7 that they used to have, which was a actual like a, a yep. satellite channel where you could go there and you could stream just a, a running. Basically, it's what WWE Network is now if yeah, you just go yeah. to watch now, where it's just running content mm. constantly. Plan 2 <clears throat> at $4.99 a month would feature the WWE Network as it currently exists, with the exception of NXT and its TakeOver specials, would feature limited commercials and access only to the Big Four pay-per-view events. Uh, would also feature video demand on demand proponent that would add all new WWE live events, assuming this would mean Raw, SmackDown, etc. Uh, 30 days after the air, which they do currently, this content would only be available for those watching via phones and tablets, which is pretty fucking rough because I never watched the network on my phone. I, yeah, again, this is from mm -hmm. 2016. If they did for some reason go to this tier thing, I don't think that would right. even be an option. I don't think there would be an only yeah. phone tablet thing. I don't think you have to worry about that. 
It'd be a good angle though, paying four ninety nine. If you forget about the ninety nine four dollars for the big four, good good marketing there. Uh, plan three would be your typical nine ninety nine WWE Network plan, as it currently exists. Except uh, NXT would li- air live every week, similar to how Raw and SmackDown currently air. This would also have limited commercials. And again, this is from mm-hmm. 2016. I think with the um, 205 Live debacle, there's no way NXT is airing alive. This is where people are going to hone their craft. WWE is not going to air NXT yeah. live. That's well, I think they happening. mean live as it is on the network currently, where you get the episodes every Wednesday or whatever. I think. Well, but it says currently as it exists, except NXT okay. would air live, similar to Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, as we know, WWE is constantly looking to acquire other video libraries from other promotions to kind of bolster the stars they've taken from those promotions. Um, did I even get to No, I didn't. Uh, plan 4 priced at $14.99. Uh, version would feature commercial-free, except for the commercials they put into their pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big asterisk the on there. Live version of NXT, that probably won't happen. Uh, the weekly Cruiserweight Classic Series, that's 205 Live. Access to independent wrestling content, such as TNA and Ring of Honor, if that ever happens. That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> and other fan perks, including early ticket access ordering uh, for ordering your tickets ahead of time. The right to vote in the WWE Hall of Famer, uh, which. Even if uh-huh. you get to vote, it's not going to make That's a difference. <laughs> They'll just make yeah. up their own numbers. Just, just like the president. What? 98% of people voted for Roman Reigns. That doesn't sound right. Right. Uh, and offline content download, which is something I would be into, kind of. Uh, once again, it only makes sense if you're watching from like your phone or a tablet, and I don't know who the fuck doesn't just sit and watch it on their computer or their television. Yeah, it, it makes sense if you're if you're traveling mm-hmm. a lot and if you're traveling like from planes and stuff like that. Otherwise, no, it doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. Uh, small group online chats was just something we've been excited for since since it was mentioned because we would like to watch things together and it would make it much easier if we could log in, join a, a lobby, watch it together without having to worry about who's ahead or who's behind. <laughs> right. And second screen content, which. WWE had they did a second screen thing before, didn't they? Where the show keeps going even during the commercials on the WWE website. Yeah, it, would, it was on the WWE.com yeah. app or the WWE app or whatever the fuck it is. So yeah, yeah, that's it's that's a, thing. a thing. It, it doesn't mean much to me. Invites Not and invites to ex- exclusive in-person VIP meetups, uh, whatever. It's just it's just a way to That'd coerce cool people from going from paying nine ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine because nobody's gonna pay the lesser fees. It's for it's for the the spoiled rich brats that don't pay for anything and their parents are paying right. for everything to be like oh I can spend an extra five dollars <laughs> and get all this extra shit that I don't need. Or want. And in, in in reality, it's not extra shit. It's the same content you're getting now. It would just be put behind a five dollar extra paywall with maybe a few extra bells yeah. and whistles that in the end mean next to nothing. <laughs> uh Undertaker uh did a out of character interview with Pastor Ed and discussed the wrestling business a little bit stating wrestling and sports entertainment is not about the moves it really isn't. Uh 
you either have to make people love you or you have to make them hate you. It doesn't really matter either way. If you can't bring that emotion out of your audience, then you're not going to have them for long. What happens with these young guys is they're athletic and they're gifted. They'll do some crazy double backflip off the top rope and land on somebody on the floor. And then that's what the audience takes away. That guy does crazy stuff. But you can only see that so many times before you need to see something new. And then the person has to up that. They have to keep up with upping the ante. And by doing that, you increase your potential for injuries. Brie Bella. <laughs> so characters <laughs> like The Rock, John Cena, Ric Flair, they've all had the ability to make you love them or make you hate them. That's the key. We use wrestling moves to tell a story, but it boils down to the character and being able to bring either love or hate out of your crowd. And yeah, that's true for WWE and WWE alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you can tell Vince McMahon about right? this. It's a very corporate answer. Taker, you're going to take all, this old smelly trout and stuff it down your pants, <laughs> and then you're going to go give the shoot interview out of character. So first of all, where he says, wrestling and sports entertainment is not about the moves. Okay, The Undertaker has added extra moves right, to his right. repertoire through mm-hmm. his whole career. If it wasn't about the moves, Last he would ride, never Hell's add Gate. any extra moves. Fuck, you want to talk about guys going up and doing a double backflip. Your old ass gets up, walks across the top rope, and jumps down and hits a guy in the shoulder. I mean... And, and yeah. he does suicide dives It's over the same the fucking rope. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's... He's just he's jealous he can't flip. About it that's, needing... that's, that's what it boils down to. <laughs> He's not wrong about character being it super is. important. Yeah. He's wrong about the moves don't matter. If you're not working on both moves and character, right. you're you gonna need fail. it needs to be a 50 You can't 50. work on one or the other. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, maybe somebody isn't as good as a as a character, so maybe they do some more extravagant moves. So maybe maybe it's 60/40, maybe it's 70/30 and they do, you know, 70% in the ring, 30. Maybe there's other guys like the Miz who's way better with his character and not as much mm-hmm. as with his move set. So he's about 75 with his character and 25 with his moves. But nonetheless, you have to have both. Shut up, fucking... No yeah, disrespect. Mark. He's, he's obviously a ring general. But this was not um, Undertaker or Mark <laughs> Calloway's fucking thing. This is Vince McMahon writing this because... It's just stupid. It's stupid. Do me a favor and just read, like, the first paragraph of what he's saying. In, in Vince's voice for the people. <laughs> well, you see, wrestling and sports entertainment, it's not about the moves. It's about chocolate titties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <there> you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one last thing our big thing. Go. That's why I didn't say it in order. The big thing. Br- all right, no, pop you, it up. You, okay. you, I know you're super happy about this. You go right ahead. I am su- Soup's I am happy. super happy about this. Folks, Pac is rising. Yes, that's right. But no, not Tupac Amaru Shakur. What? Not him. Come on. Not him. Everybody's saying no, he's still alive. That's a big thing right now. Despite what Suge Knight's son fucking said in an interview, it's not happening. My daddy says Puck's still alive. But no, the man that WWE marks Noah as Neville, the man that Gravity forgot, is remembered once again in Japan and is currently wrestling 
for his old stomping grounds, Dragon Gate. Um, as we mentioned earlier in the show, folks, he busted out a badass promo. I recommend <coughs> you go and check it out on YouTube. Just look out Pac Dragon Gate promo or just probably if you put in Pac, it's one of the first things that's going to come up, you know, recently. But no, it's awesome. He is finally, we do have an answer at least now, don't we, Pacey? Yeah. Yeah, he's there. And I'm glad we covered the fact that he disappeared last week because it makes it even more poignant to say this this week. It is great. He's going to be, hopefully he's going to be back in PWG and he'll start making the rounds. But Dragon Gate is great for him. He uh, he made a name for himself. Do we Dragon think this Gate. is a lead into New Japan or do you think he's going to stay where he's comfortable? Um, I, I don't think New Japan anytime soon, but I would love to see him make his way there, you know. Depending on what happens and how many people. Next end thing up you know, Jericho is going to go to Dragon Gate for a three months stint. Great. I am bummed that Dragon Gate USA never went anywhere. It was a very good show. Brought Dragon Gate talent over to an American audience with an American uh, um, com- commentators, and it was very fun. But Dragon Gate, baby. baby! And then, uh, just real quick before we go, you had some things to say about something Triple H had said this week. Um, Intergender matches. Oh! See, that's why it doesn't help if you don't put things on the news. (laughs) I know. You can remember things from your childhood, but not things you said yesterday morning. I know, I can sing a fucking song that was in a show in my childhood. It wasn't even the theme song, it was just in a show. Um, no, yeah, Triple H had some, some words to be said about intergender wrestling as a whole. <laughs> being a man whose most like recent match good. was an intergender match. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it was a, uh, no, it was a, a mixed gender okay, match. Okay, okay. Two different things, they can't touch, they can't touch. He said, there's just a shock moment and a spectacle to that. Women, female athletes are women. The WWE female superstars. He's really fucking pushing that. They're, <laughs> they're women, women okay? <laughs> they're different from men. He's like, he's like Kavanaugh and beer. He just can't stop saying it. I, I drink beer. I like beer. I drink beer. The women, the female women, the female athletes, the WWE females, the women. <laughs> they're not they people. Beer. They're women. <laughs> yeah, right. He said they don't need a man to step in the ring with them to make them have a spectacular match. Becky Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair will walk I don't need no man into the G will walk into the G on Saturday night and steal the night. What the fuck does that mean? Is the, what the fuck is the G? That's what it says. It says Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair will walk into and in quotes the G <laughs> Saturday, there Madison be... Square Garden, maybe oh, the Garden. Yeah, the Garden. <laughs> Woo! All right, Ronda Rousey will be one of the biggest superstars in the arena on Saturday. They don't need a man to make them successful. They need each other, the opportunity, the platform to be. They don't need a man to make them do. successful. They just need a man to do the booking. <laughs> right. They have stolen the show. They have had main events. They will have their own pay-per-view. They don't need intergender wrestling. It's just shock value. To say that in order for a female to prove she's empowered, she has to be able to compete against men or have a man in the ring to do uh, what she does at a high level? No. What makes a woman empowered is when she goes so good with another woman that in the ring that no man on the card can stand up to them. When they do all those things, 
they can that they can do um, right now on their own because they have that ability. That is the empowerment. It's not about us giving them something. I recruit the same way for males and females. It doesn't matter. It's about them excelling at what they do when they excel. They tell their stories the way they're meant to be told. And when they do the athletics, put the charisma behind it. There's nothing better. I kind of botched a little bit of that, but I didn't pre-read it. You didn't pre-read it. You mean you sent it to me saying, you think this is news? And you didn't even read it first? Why? Well, I, I skimmed. No, I skimmed it. Well, yeah, I just, I said, I asked you. Did I didn't you read it news? either. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to sit and read the shit. No, I, I Folks, he just it. sends me, he sends me like 50 fucking... links a day. Is this news? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> I, I got my Lesnar eyes on. I just can't read it. I sent him a picture of a fucking llama with his head stuck in a bar. And I was like, hey, is this news? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what are your thoughts, Pasty? I don't think he's coming from the right place here. I think I think it is empowering to women to be able to step in the ring with men to show they're on the same level. Uh, you know, I, I think he's wrong. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Once again, he's not them. talking, how is that Vincent. Them? <laughs> yeah, how is that empowering a woman by saying right, you can't right. be a woman with a man? Or being a woman with a man? What? You can't fuck a transgender. <laughs> That's not empowering at all. That's not the message we want to send. No, but I mean, to say you can't be in the ring with a man is demeaning to them. You. You know, I mean, you have didn't Ronda Rousey get pretty right? physical with Triple H at WrestleMania? And that got yeah. her over, didn't yeah, it? she did. More so than yes, if she would have just been fighting so. Stephanie. She fucking <laughs> slammed him onto a table. Yeah, I I'm I know it's it's a very divisive issue. I am on the on the side of I like intergender matches. I like men and women fighting. I love when a woman can show to right. beat the ever-loving hey, shit Hey, people wouldn't be hating on Brie Bella if she knocked a dude out. No, they wouldn't. Not at all. They'd mm-hmm. be cheering her. And you look at, like, and I go back to it all the time because it was one of my favorite acts on the Indies, the world's cutest tag team. That, that was fucking, that was an amazing tag team. That was intergender. And, and Joey Ryan, more often than not, played... The, the lesser role to Candice LeRae. I mean, he was she was usually the tough and the, the one taking charge, and he was more of the cowardice one. And I thought it was awesome. It was a great it was a great anti standard. They they flipped the establishment, mm-hmm. you know. It was great. I like. I, I don't think you have to have it, but I don't think you should discourage it if women want to have it. They've had women in the um, men's Royal Rumble before. Yes, they have. I mean, they, they used to have intergender matches. There was China versus fucking Jeff Jarrett in a good housekeeping match. <laughs> that was very empowering, wasn't it? That was... <laughs> that's not a good example, but it's a good example of how it can go wrong. But, yeah. I don't agree with trips. I do believe they can be empowered on their own. I mean, you look. Well, at, yeah. I mean, um, you wouldn't just have women fighting men, because that would be sexist in no. its own right. You look at promotions like Stardom, Shimmer, Shine, 
Women Superstars, Uncensored, um, Femme Fatales, all of these these female-based leagues that are only female that put out some fucking awesome matches. So you can, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to let them, you know, test their merit against a man. If you're going to go out and say that the best in the world right now is AJ Styles or Roman Reigns or, hey, how about this? Kenny Omega was just got PWI yep. 500 number one. Ken, if you're saying Kenny Omega is the best in the world and you're saying, well, but a woman can't face him, you're saying a woman can't face the best yeah. in the world. And a woman's never going to be named the best in the world until they go out there every night and fight men and women both. And dogs. And dogs and llamas. Kangaroo fighting. A rotten drought. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Mae Young. She gave everything for that company. <laughs> oh, look, we're, yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are about a half hour long. That's what happens when I let you in charge of the yep. show. Hey, and folks, See, bonus note for the first time ever, go. Pasty White will be on the editing this week. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Give Fat Mac a little break. See if I can uh, bring some new magic to the show. I'm always working to move forward and upward and better and bring you the best quality product we can. Damn straight, homie. With that being said, I think it's time to get on down the old dusty trail. And I am Stinky Trout And Mac. I am Dirty Llama White. Good night. We'll beef you later. <laughs>